Aspin. You look like you're about to King X. put a hit on somebody. Ah, hit. some bitch. All right, you want to, you want to start this since we're live already? Uh, I mean, sure. sure. We could, we could just keep it. talking about the thumbnail, but uh, which is really cool. But... Sexy, sexy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get going. Nergerotic.com. Dumb. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wow. That okay. was a quick. Right. That was a quickie. Like that? You like that Good clip? Stuff. I mean, I like was... Nergerotic.com. That's my kid when he's like, I think six or seven. Okay. You guys ready? Nice. Yeah, the... yeah, we're still ready. <laughs> I meant to hit this one. Oh, wait. Gary, some serious gourmet shit. What flavor is this? That's right, it's the all hell medium roast private blend. Check out the Geek Grind Coffee Nerdrotic page for our other options like the decadent Feathers of Liberty vanilla infused flavored coffee. Or if you're looking for something darker, try the dark roast FNT blend of the fellowship. You know what? Just buy all three. Geekgrindcoffee.com. Use discount code Nerdrotic. Huzzah! Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. My mind is a raging torrent, flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. God darn it, Mr. Lamar. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. cool looking thumbnail there much boomer yeah we look like uh Ooh. justice 
Yeah, just justice. Uh, I feel like we'd be the villain team, but that's yeah. okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all How the world sees us. Matter of perspective. Uh, what was the artist's name again? Apologies, artist. It is uh, a no-name reviewer on Twitter. Mm. No-name reviewer on Twitter. Give them a follow. We won't want to misgender. No, I'll give him a follow. That's a dude. That's a straight-up dude. You can tell. <laughs> just look at how he made x-ray girl the secret agent that should be your new profile picture she's the, she's the hit woman of the group asian bam um secret asian ma'am Am. we sing that all the time on mm. sunday fun day you do yeah <laughs> secret asian ma'am yeah we changed the song i don't even know what the song is but secret agent man i know the new song <laughs> the oh better god. one we, we need a bimbo sound effect we really do like and... oh my god oh my god <laughs> i, I can't believe that. you did that <laughs> what was that sound clip melissa showed me i couldn't believe it was real some british girl holding up a Metallica t-shirt. She goes, I really love these metallic t-shirts. I love these metallic I see them everywhere. I see people, I see them everywhere. They really... <laughs> uh, I don't know if mama's out there. If she could send it that to me, I'll play it. Cause like, I'm like, you are kidding me. That I'm it's probably old. I'd never heard it, but uh, damn it. I heard that and I'm like, uh, she has to be kidding, right? Please. <laughs> metallic metallic no she's not kidding dude <laughs> oof oof welcome oof. to the real bbc not a state-funded program not government-funded we're funded by you mm. funded by you so thank you you lovely people uh so i guess we could be the real bbc now for for real uh yes. boarding and chatting we do have some comics i do have bags and boards as has a comic and we have the same hey. comic we got the same comic. We got the same comic. Mark Millar's ambassadors. Mark Millar's ambassador. Ambassadors. Good mm. stuff. As a matter of fact, I went full comic book collector. I got all the covers. Yeah. I got the blank cover on the way. Just uh, in I, case, you never know. You got the one in 100. Well, it's, it's supposedly on the way. It hasn't arrived yet. I got to check. Is the blank cover so you can write a little, little stick man on it with your own yeah, yeah. preference? Like, yes, yeah. if you want. I have actually done, we did that at the comic store when they started doing it. The employees started doing, we did our own little stick man. <laughs> <laughs> We'd sell the comic outpost exclusive. Yes, yes. I've, I've actually, I have a ton of them because that's what I, I exclusively drew on for a while when I like to illustrate when I, in my spare time, which I don't have anymore. I'll have to show them off someday. But uh, yes, we have some bags. Uh, it's bagging, boarding, and chatting. We've done a lot of chatting, not some bagging, boarding, but we'll get right back to it. I got my bags and boards. I got my supplies. I'm ready to go. And uh, we have a lot to talk about because Marvel's in the middle of a major disaster. <laughs> we were very proud of ourselves for that title. That title, yeah. We're toasting ourselves off screen. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> there you go, Legion of Memers. Mm -hmm. Have fun with that one. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> little soy faces. Uh, Ab, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Comics. Mm. <laughs> Too soon. Oh. Too soon. Oh, oh, poor little guy. We're I know. Much love to comics, man. Yeah, much yeah. love. We love them, man. Dude, I'm good. I'm great. 
last week was fantastic. Got so much done to the house, which was really good. So uh, the sun is sh literally sun is shining, and uh, office is looking great. Downstairs looking great. Uh, nearly done. You know, reclaim the house after um, the COVID years. Let's just call it the COVID years, where uh, the house just ended up becoming a warehouse for uh, for shit, toys Storage. and shit, and all kinds of stuff. yeah. So storage is storaging. And uh, yeah, it, it, things, uh, things are good. All I need now is Sideshow to just send me an email going, hey, somebody's dropped out of buying that poison ivy statue and you're on the wait list. Do you want it? And then it'd be just like, wow. Things are good in Az's world. I was looking for the song, you know, the morning song, do, 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 <laughs> with little birds chirping and stuff. I was trying to play that in the background while he's like, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping. The morning is nice. The only problem I have is I'm on the wait list for Sideshow. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the wait list <laughs> for a really nice poison ivy statue. I don't know. No, it's, it's you know, obviously, uh, we've all got, we've all got world, world troubles, but life's good, man. You know, life's good. If you, if you, um, it's amazing last week when you get off the internet. We're not let's say get off the internet. If you get off social media, let's just be yeah. right here because you know doing uh, YouTube and stuff is uh, is so much fun and I I love the interactions. But you get off social media, and the world becomes a one eighty. I guarantee you, all the craziest stuff on there. That's mm, the most yeah. <laughs> the chat started putting in the duck. I'm like oh, okay. I don't know the name of the other song. I've heard it all my life in Looney Tunes and stuff like that, and I don't know what the name of the song is. Could have been Morning is Broken. Morning one with the birds. You know what I'm talking about. So do, 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 I mean, quite frankly, this is what a lot of dudes do first thing in the morning. So, <laughs> when they get out of bed, start a little did, day off. Uh, a little yeah, I did, a, did, a, did, a, did a, an interesting thing this week as well for somebody, all on the QT. Oh, um, that's like everybody doesn't know that already. Stop it. Your pardon? Oh my. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about it in private. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's good. Good week. Good, good week. week. And uh, I built a Lego yesterday. No. After I after I just finished off the office because that's are what you, I did are yesterday. You now? Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> You can't beat him, join him. Yeah. <laughs> well, something was beat. Hey oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, good, good, uh, I, it's, it's, it's also spring, you know, spring, temperature's up, sun's out, mood is changing, definitely. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Life's good. Life's good, Kitty Winkles. Life's good. Ah, uh, I like it, like. Yeah, I had it on loop, so that mm. shit would have played forever. I was like, "Oh, why isn't it stopping?" Oh, <laughs> yeah, you got you, you um, gotta stop it. Oh, yeah, stop it. Well, that's that's great. That's great. Uh, oh. I'm quite frankly in a great mood too. It's not sunny. It's a little oh. cloudy yeah. uh, because probably ten times funny. hotter than here, though. Still. Well, it's I don't know what your stupid Euro degrees are, but um, it's 67 here, uh, which uh, probably means like three over there. I don't know. Oh, Perry Chan found the song. 
Harry Chan found the song. It is 53. Oh my God. Never mind. I think he's joking about this. Well, no, never mind. No. Morning Mood by Edvard Grieg. I read it as morning wood and I thought he was wow. Yeah, anyways, so Freudian. Like a little bit. <laughs> like I said, every dude wakes up a certain way. Not every day. Not every day, but you know. I would say 50% of the male population wake up wanking. Okay. <laughs> and that's a low that's a, that's that, a low that word was not made for Americans. Wanking. No. Okay. Wanking. A wanker. Wanking. Wank. Morning wanker. Wanking. That word wasn't made for Americans. You, got, you guys well, can jerk you off. No words were made British for Americans. We British just made them better. Off, so we right you. <laughs> it's important that we get this thing sorted, okay? <laughs> I feel like that's been told to us so many times this week. You know what? I blame you for Morphic Clark, Mahler, you Welshman. Yeah, but we gave <laughs> you actually Hopkins for free. So oh, He's American now. For it. Exactly. We gave him. Well, yeah. Gave when he came to America, he got good and sober. That's what happens. <laughs> here. We were literally like, we packaged him with a big note saying we're sorry about all the other stuff. <laughs> James Corden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, all right. Piers Brosnan. Uh, Piers Brosnan. Piers uh, Morgan. Piers Morgan. What a, what a dipshit. Uh, hello. Dipshit. Log man, how are you? Oh, you know, very good. Every time I do one of these, I'm just like, what What have I been ripping into the past week? That's like how I usually summarize. Like, I'm a bit of just like, oh, yes, Mandalorian. Hey, <gasps> that's been fun. Final episode. And I'm actually like, I, I'm enjoying seeing everyone taking bets on whether Mando's going to die. I was like, I didn't even think I that was so. possible. But I, how exciting would that be? Just like, you it have something uh, happened. Pedro Pascal will finally be like, yeah, yeah, it was a great ride, but I've just, you know, we've, we're going separate ways. The story's been told, but it's like, yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> like, it would be so funny. I, would, I am rooting for that because uh, Pedro Pascal's character is going to die in The Last of Us Season 2 as well, and then yep. he'll just, and he'll just have died in there. He'll be like the bad Sean Bean. Like the idiot <laughs> Sean Bean. The idiot Sean Bean. Yeah. He needs, uh, the thing is, like, wasn't it rumors that he just he just hated the Mandalorian role, right? Bit off all that he could chew into, well, less than he could chew, I guess you'd put it. Because uh, he wanted more, like, FaceTime, I guess you'd say. Yeah. He, dying, he, he dies in everything, doesn't he? He dies in a lot Andrew. of stuff, yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. died in The Equalizer 2. Did he die uh, in Narcos? Gonna, uh, did he? I don't know, I didn't watch Narcos. Oh, I didn't watch it either. I did. Die is gonna die in the Mandalorian. Trying to remember the Buffy episode he was in. Oh, he yeah, died, died straight away. Yeah, yeah, immediately in Buffy. Yeah, yeah. The name though. What's the name of the episode, Mahler? It's he's Eddie. Freshman. Freshman. Okay, look at that. It's uh, season Ooh. four, episode one. Yes. Boom. Listen, I get to have encyclopedic knowledge of Buffy like you guys do with Star Trek or whatever. <laughs> like or Doctor Who. I, 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 to be honest with you, I don't have encyclopedic knowledge of anything because I like so many things and it gets jumbled up. And uh, then I took an egg beater to my brain for like about 10 years. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's not good. Hey, do you know that uh, X06 are releasing Picard? Oh, yeah. He, he dies in Kingsman 2 as well. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, he does. He's meat shredder thing doesn't he yeah he does it's oh, oh, uh, hard from season three or uh picard? Yeah, picard season three okay so the first ones that are coming out picard wolf oh and the uh oh yeah and i got a picture of wolf right here I if you want to see taxes, so i can i can buy a couple star trek one six scales down. Here, here here here's the uh here's the wolf oh shit they got a wharf i'm buying yeah 
Boosh. Oh, that is awesome. Oh. And guess who's tweeting it out? Uh, Terry Metalis. Terry Metalis. We love Terry Metalis. Yes. If if they uh if they end the season now is it over or no one more no one more and one it, more it will, it will it should overshadow Mando completely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm excited it's to see Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Oh, What do you mean? Episode nine ended with the fucking Enterprise D going into war against the whole <laughs> of the fucking Starfleet. So yes, it ended quite. That was a, that was a baller scene. That I mean, was. Sure, I you... wish I could show it right here, uh, right now, because they they did oh, it, dude. It I would a, just be. I watched that scene 15 times already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's it's great. So, but the way um we'll just say it <clears> sticks <throat> to landing. Do stay for the mid-credit scene. Do not miss it. Do not miss it. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I'm like a fucking sounds... Marvel fan, but like for real, like this one actually well, hey, they used to be fun mid-credit scenes and after credits. Yeah, scenes. this one means something. Do you do you guys remember in um was it I can't remember if it was Iron Man 2, I think. The uh, after credit scene was uh, Coulson looking in the distance in the desert and Thor's hammer. hammer? Was like that was, And we were just like... <gasps> like it was cool we, as fuck. <laughs> like Thor. It was... It would Like we... When we were kids, we're like, oh, wouldn't it be great to see a Thor movie and all this stuff? How young and naive. <laughs> children. But uh, I never thought I'd see a Thor movie. I thought it was like too ridiculous. Like it would never get done. And they managed to do it and then completely fuck it up. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Great times. On the uh, on Mando, by the way, like you, what you've just said does sound vaguely interesting, I guess, about Star Trek, but does it compare to Darth Vader Gus Fring Fett? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Gus <laughs> Well, who was he, who was defeated Fett? really easily at the end of season two? Yeah, but he won't be this time as we he's gonna be super cool though. He can fly. Can you Bro, fly? He can fly now. <laughs> He can fly now. We call him Boba Fring. Just Boba Fring. Boba Boba Fring. Fring. There you go. Boba Fring. Dude, the amount of posts I've seen (laughs) of people saying he's like the greatest Star Wars villain is insane. Like, what what happened? Dude. Yeah, I know. What? He doesn't even have character. He's just guy. He's guy with suit. I love fans. I love fans of all makes, shapes, and sizes, but quite frankly, there are consumers. And you could entertain. The remaining Star Wars fans who actually are entertained by by the Mandalorian by just showing them like cards from action figures. If you just flash them up on the screen fast enough, it'll look like a motion picture to them, and they'll just go. Ah! That's all you need to do. Like it's really bad. It's really bad. Thank like you. you're not even like discerning art. This isn't art. This isn't even close to art. This is a fucking piece of content. It's algorithm written, AI generated bullshit amalgamation to get you to come in these are all knockoff characters of the main fucking characters yes there's nothing original here no and you can tell favro is just check the fuck out there's no way oh, yeah he is this bad because it's fucking bad now feloni yes it's written like a fucking cartoon so that's about how good feloni is i've but- heard there are characters in his his cartoon shows <laughs> there's no characters in this so, you know, I don't know what happened in translation. You know, it's something's wrong. It couldn't be time. They had two years to make this. I think a lot of that was spent fighting over what they were going to do. Like with Maybe. Pedro and whoever else. Maybe. Because um, there's that, uh, Freeney was reading it. I can't remember what was the source, but it was when they were filming Book of Boba Fett, they didn't know if they were filming Mando season three or Book of Boba Fett. They hadn't been told yet. Hmm. Imagine that. 
Imagine being Morphid Clark and turning up for the first day of filming in New Zealand and not being told what your character, who your character is. Um, <laughs> which happened. <laughs> which happened. And guess what? She still didn't figure it out. She's still trying to cope. She's still trying to cope going, I take ownership of this character. Well, take over no. ownership of Guy Ladriel, sure. You know, sitting yeah. like a dude, acting like a dude, wearing your full body armor, being Conk. insufferable being a complete bitch the whole time uh being like honestly uh what's her name bell bella from fucking twilight was nicer than fucking galadriel <laughs> yeah but there wasn't a she tempest was a, in here see you next tuesday uh the whole time um no uh baggage claim did a exquisite video oh rise fantastic of the, rise of the girl boss yeah exquisite video we're gonna get her on this show we'll get her on the show she's she's great baggage claim Good channel. She needs to be on FNT, mate. Yeah, we're gonna get her on FNT and everything. She is. She uh, yeah, is. I actually commented on that video because I thought it was so Message good. Message heard. Message heard. Yeah, mm. she's brilliant. She is absolutely brilliant. So give her a follow on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to her channel. Uh, it, you will be very entertained and informed. Yes. Yeah. She's been on Drinkers Open Bar. Yeah, she, I've been. Oh, yes. on, I've been with her on Open Bar. She was. That's where I met her. She's cool beans, man. I like her. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to... I was going somewhere with that, but my drug-addled brain just went... Um, you seemed activated when I mentioned that uh, they didn't know what they were filming with Boba Fett and Mando. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I don't know if I should go out and say this, because it's going to stoke the fire of all this Masources shit. Right? <laughs> masources. 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 Am I pixeled? You look right. You were, but now you're okay. Me. I'm, I'm fucking fiber. Like there should be no fucking stream yards, dude. I'm actually looking. My camera's looking okay. You've on the yeah. stream for looks beautiful oh, here in the studio, oh. but mm. what about in the stream? Mm. Yeah, I haven't checked the stream yet. Yeah. Uh. Okay, but I'm gonna say it. Screw it. I can't say who I heard it from. But you know what? I'll tell you one day. I'm not gonna keep it secret. I'll tell you straight up who I heard this from someday. 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 Any private chat. Uh, you want me to write it in chat? Um, no. Private chat. Over the Private chat. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so someday I'll say where I heard this from. Uh, and yeah. it, like whether it happens or not, I don't fucking know. Favreau's out after this. Ooh. After this season? After this season, he might do some uh, like setting up for season four. He's really, really unhappy. I mean, well, that, that's I know, I know that how this sounds, but that's good to hear in terms of the fact that he's unhappy because I was always like, it's been fucking bad to see this be his work, you know? Yeah, well, I think it's going to feed a lot of the Civil War fire, but like Kathleen Kennedy's always been in charge at Lucasfilm. Like she's in charge. The buck stops with her. At all times. She only answers to Bob Iger. That's the only, and uh, not Alan Horn, but the other guy. There's another guy. I don't know if she even answers to him. I know Kevin Feige has to answer to him. She only answers to Bob Iger. Bob Iger and her are on the same fucking page on pretty much everything. On politically, creatively. So I have never seen any evidence whatsoever that uh, there was any kind of civil war. Maybe Bob Iger was trying to do something, but the, uh, that guy showed he was completely fucking weak. Completely weak, and now he's gone, so it's it's a moot subject. But I've never seen any evidence as far as the material 
that this shit was ever going to turn around from what it is right now, ever. And and we have never we've we've heard a lot of scuttlebutt, a lot of here and there. But what I'm talking about what we get on the screen, what we get on Disney Plus. Have you ever seen any inkling of them turning shit around? All up, I don't know. I'll give you a good example: Star Trek Picard season three. No, in Mando, it's only gone worse. I think most fans would say this is the worst season of the three, right? Yeah, I mean Andor was straight Star Wars. <laughs> And it entertained some people, but it wasn't a philosophical turnaround. It wasn't like we're going to be anti woke or non woke or apolitical. There's some woke shit in Andor. It's not even the people who make that have nothing to do with the people who are making most Star Wars stuff, it seems like they're like locked off in their little area. And that was probably the closest example to Star Trek Picard season three, and nobody fucking watched it. Yeah, which means it'll have no effect. It'll have no effect because it's surrounding a character that Disney created that nobody gives a shit about. And quite frankly, it sounds like more people were interested in all the, uh, you know, peripheral characters than uh, Andor himself, Uh, which is not unusual in a show like that, you know? Not unusual. How many people, how many people, you know, with Buffy, how many people have Buffy as a favorite character? I was, that's always a fun thing to ask people, like, list your favorite characters, and they, like, say, not Buffy, not Buffy, not Buffy, not Buffy, not Buffy, not Buffy, and then, like, yeah, Buffy's probably, like, ninth. And the thing is, people will be like, wait, so she's a shit character? It's like, no. No. There's just loads of really good ones that aren't yeah. there. Well, it's my wife's favorite character. It's mine once Angel leaves. <clears throat> but, uh... And I, Giles was my favorite. Yeah, Giles I was awesome, Giles. too, yeah. Well, I always go for the, the, you know... The wise, man. The wise teacher i always like the mentor characters mentor. Remember, he keeps he gets knocked out in the earlier seasons all the time all like all the time per episode and uh there's one time where he wakes up to cordelia and she says one of these times you're gonna wake up dead and then he's like what what are you because <laughs> he's still like delirious i was or trying to mix in buffy to our harry potter conversation last night and i managed to do it because uh uh there's a there's a character uh Neville, Neville Longbottom is mm. the West is the it's the Wesley is the Wesley Wyndham Price of of Harry Potter. He starts out as a bumbling kind of moron, ends up a complete fucking badass by the end. Mm. Yeah, straight up sword wielding badass at the end. So uh, yeah, I was very proud of myself. For that. It was it was funny because like uh, Wesley's one of the only characters that's like, why aren't we using guns? Let's use guns. I know. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> fucking shotgun like demons and stuff and it's just like this is kind of fun <laughs> then supernatural came along and did it did it with the salt yeah right wasn't it salt or like uh salt rock, rock salt, salt yeah. rock salt, salt and the shotguns yeah. and that would tear up the inside of the barrel though wouldn't it i mean you tell me gun people i wouldn't know i'm tear not up the inside of them ghosts yeah oh, the ghost see it coming but mando is shit, and I don't think anybody expects anything other than shit. Bo Katan is going to save the Mansel in distress today, Mahler, or, or whatever. I'm not Wait, but well, <laughs> what odds do you put on him dying? What what are, what are your odds? 50 50. I, I, I don't think he's going to die. 50 50. He's either going to die or he's going to fuck off. Those are the old. Oh, so you reckon because he's pledged himself to Bo Katan as so. Oh, he's di- he's dying then. He's dying. Then. <laughs> he's yeah. dying. Oh. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead then. Yeah. That would be such a crazy thing to do. Start your series with somebody and kill the main character, and then probably see it as like this is our Ned Stark moment. No, this is you getting out from uh, under a contract with a dickhead you don't like. <laughs> that's that. That's exactly what it is. And now he's going to focus his attention. 
on the last of us season two all these like all this like i <laughs> go back to this but we oh. have to go with the evidence we are shown in public i can hear all the scuttlebutt and i hear scuttlebutt too but um was there any evidence of a civil war at the at fucking star wars celebration as far as the content mm. being introduced I it think there was, was evidence of apathy, but not a civil war. Yeah, no, it was just all Kathleen Kennedy. Now, if you mean corporate squabbles, that shit happens all the time. Yes, totally agree. Like, there's arguments, there's philosophy differences. People fucking argue if you ever worked in a corporation. That is pretty fucking normal when it comes to CEOs and middle management and leadership and employees. Happened all the fucking time. But uh, you still have to do what the boss says at the end of the day. You still got to do, you have to do with the person who signed your fucking paycheck, you better or you're gone. You're gone. No matter who the hell you are. Oh, Victoria Alonso just got fired. Okay. Victoria Alonso, one of the most protective uh, Latino lesbian. And let's just give her body positivity too. And <laughs> she got fired. So don't tell me they can't fire people. You know, uh, I think the political capital for Kathleen Kennedy is too great. I'll agree with you. But like if somebody mouths off to kathleen kennedy she's been fired she gets rid of people all the fucking time all the time oh. with that yeah. note the he's serving bo Khan as of last episode the other thing to add is brendan wayne who is the actor that plays mandalorian in the show because obviously mm. pedro gave up on doing that he said on instagram um this next episode referring to the finale is going to make you wish you hadn't asked for another episode it might just hurt too much I hope Baby Yoda gets killed. God. Well, so this is the thing: who could who could die that he would say that about? It could be Baby Yoda, but like, there's no way they're killing that thing. I don't Baby... know. They were, we were supposed to be sad about Boba Fett 2.0 dying, and, and I wasn't. Oh, you're talking about Paz? Yeah, but that whatever. Like, no, no. But I'm just saying that that like they think we care that much about these characters when they're all high, they all have masks on and we can't see them. And who plays uh, Paz in the show? uh john favreau right john favreau so, so he's essentially killed himself running uh, odds right and this happened with stranger things we would do allegory there? yeah so i think there's a little bit of allegory john favreau, that, that'll be part of the civil war narrative john favreau is what's his name i'm just Has, Has Has Vizla. And, he's, and, he's shooting, and he's shooting all the all, all the, the all the kathy bots oh <laughs> yes but he goes down, but he takes out like 75 of them on the way. Allegory, <laughs> man. Um, but yeah, it, uh, whoever, it, it, they're not going to kill Baby Yoda. They're not going to kill Bo-Katan. They've been raising her up no. the whole season. So She's who's the left? Mandalorian going forward. Like, who is the sad death at the end of the season? It's like, I don't fucking know that. It has it's got to be, be Mando or it's got to be uh, Bo, uh, Baby Yoda. And I think he'll be Mando. Be dead Jern. It's just, uh, it's kind of nuts, because I, I didn't think it was possible they would ever kill him, but now I'm like, oh shit, a lot of stars are pointing in that direction. <clears throat> I got a question for you, Mola. Do it. Who, who cares? Um, I mean, <laughs> that's the funny thing. I'm more fascinated simply from meta, not the story at all. No. It's like, I'm like, wow, the fans you've built up, very few of them, by the way, from Mando, are all about to fucking leave. Okay. <laughs> like, if you kill him. There is a channel called Oh my god! I always get it wrong, so I apologize to the channel because there's so many. There's there's a uh, there's a guy who's been uh, the Grizzly who's been 
in our chats forever. Yeah, but it's called Hail Grizzly Grizz. I'm pretty sure it's Grizz. G R I Z Z. I'll find him on Twitter. I'll share it out. All he does is uh the simp reaction videos to all oh. the Mandalorian. I can show. I showed one before. He's totally cool with it. Um, it's pretty hilarious. It's pretty hilarious when he puts them all. Well, yeah, they do the soy jack faces. All the of soy them. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and people start crying and stuff. Yeah. Like, you don't want to laugh. It's like fans are fans, whatever. But God dang. <laughs> Jesus, come on. Collect yourselves, people. This isn't good. You no. Know? It's, uh, Gandalf it's... falls in cause of doom. Okay. That's sad. You know? Well, dude, Barmy is like death, right? And, uh, all these, all these different... death is oh Spock's but, death, the funeral. Yeah. Oh man, uh, the, 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 I was a build it up. But... Wrath of Khan, man. Fuck. Hey, what? Hmm? He dies. Who? Oh Jesus, X-ray girl. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Get out of I had here, to. Been over forty years. It was, <laughs> yeah, it's forty-one years ago or something now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Spoiler Everyone knows there's a, there's a 50 <laughs> year buffer on spoilers, okay? 50 years, right. and then you can spoil it. Tonight? Tonight? Oh, God. How far are you through Star Trek, the original series? I just finished the Menagerie. To episode six. 13? Oh, was it 13? 13 the Menagerie? 12 and 13 right. or something like that? You need to get okay. through the original series, and then you need to go directly to the movies. Okay. Directly yeah. to the movies, like as fast as you can. Okay. I after uh skinwalker ranch because quite frankly star trek doesn't survive as a franchise not which the original series is the goat it's the captain kirk is the best but it's the movies too the movies propelled it to okay. a whole other level to where they can make a bunch of other shows okay perfect the make movies were slowly. like they were as much the 80s they are 80s movies but they define that decade like completely uh along with any other movie is the star trek movies all righty. There you go. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. I was there. Okay. I was there. Well, I can remember yeah. watching um, vignettes on morning TV about Star Trek for the voyage home. Oh, wait, oh, I hit the wrong button. And yeah. they, would show, they would show the clip of the uh, bus, the bus scene with oh, Spock and be. Kirk. And, oh, and I didn't the, think uh, about that. Could be grief cargo. Yep, yep. It could be because he wished Gina a happy birthday and got a bunch of shit for it. I saw. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. How dare you? Happy birthday, Gina Cron. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, we love birthday, you, Gina. You're my hero. You're my hero. Mom, mom, because I have two. They're not lesbians. My wife. Gina <laughs> A long story. It was an accident with a contraceptive and a time machine. That's a hitchhiker joke. I'll give somebody a laugh in the chat who's read Hitchhiker. Okay. <laughs> Mostly harmless. There you go. You're getting there, ass. You guys will be tuning in at least to the Ahsoka show, right? You guys are going to be jumping on that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, hundred percent. It's my job. I, like, Why are you sighing as we get thrown? Right. Okay. Okay. I ha didn't even do a review for Gotham Knights this week because my brain can't <laughs> handle it. It can't <laughs> handle it anymore. 
<laughs> I, I just, you You're know, I, critical. Yeah, I hit three seasons of Batwoman, right? I didn't realize how much fucking brain damage I took. Mm-hmm. And then and then I did uh, She-Hulk, which nearly killed me. Uh, then I've done Kenobi, which just made... I can't say what it made me want to do because it's uh, YouTube. But Kenobi just... And then going to Gotham Knights, and it's just like, I can't my brain just can't handle this you gotta flip it upside down and just mock it to oblivion and enjoy the acceleration that we all knew was coming like this is the death throes uh like i'm not saying woke woke people wokeness uh the wokeness monster uh it's not gonna (laughs) go away it's not gonna go away but like it's it's never made any money and the investor money is starting to go away got a video coming out soon how there are signs of things turning around, and there are also signs that some organizations are just never going to get it. Disney. Never going to get it. Never, ever going to get it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I just, I would laugh my ass off. I can't wait for Ahsoka. And and uh, and Sean Connery from SNL, whoever the hell. <laughs> Somebody, the, the bad guy. No, was it? Yeah, it was the Ahsoka trailer. The bad guy looks like Sean Connery from SNL. <laughs> Somebody put them side to side. I was like, oh, I can't see it now. I can't unsee it. Uh, and Thrawn looks like um, Elon Musk. He does. I'm not even oh. joking. Not even joking. Good actor. You got yourself David Tennant's going to be in it, at least. He has a robot. Oh, voice as a, a robot. robot. Yeah, voice. Hey, uh, we were doing casting of uh, Harry Potter last night, and I picked uh, Peter Capaldi for Dumbledore. Ooh, you could do it. I'm sticking Ooh, with Oh, yeah. That's great. Who you uh, cast for Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, surprisingly mm-hmm. enough. He plays the rest of the characters. It's just Peter Capaldi as Dumbledore. <laughs> and Who Jennifer did you have Lawrence. his Hagrid then? What was your Hagrid? Uh, we couldn't. I don't think we could pick one. Oh, no. It was. Uh, it was. Oh. Fuck, I'm forgetting his name. Mark Addy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That okay. Be. Mark Addy. But uh and yeah. um and um Game of Thrones. Robert Brushing. Yeah. Who in the fuck did we uh I'm blanking on it now? That's Kylo. quite good actually. Kylo yeah. is Snape. Everybody's uh oh yeah, yeah. Uh Adam Driver. Stephen Fry's, I mean Mark Addy's pretty old too. But I mean, I guess Mark Eddy can play him a little younger because, well, he's old. What about um, what's him? Uh, Frost. Who? Frost. Frost. Uh, you mean? Uh, what? Hey, uh, you know Simon Pegg's uh, comedy partner. Oh, Nick oh, Frost. Nick yeah, Frost. He would, he oh, would, yeah, he could do. Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah, he he'd be right around the right age because he's supposed to be a little younger than Voldemort if he hadn't come back to life. Because he went to school with them. So, Nick Frost. Don't you mean Tom? Tom Riddle. There you go. I did a Harry Potter. Yeah, it's very good. Well done. Uh, Eva, yeah, we picked Ava Green as Bellatrix. We did. Oh. Mm-hmm. A Bellatrix all over here. Oh, Hodor for Hagrid. That, he'd be all right. That he'd might actually be good. He's a big dude, too. He's a big dude. Mm. He's also a DJ. It's a DJ, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when he does his DJ stuff and he's like this giant. Doing I cannot DJ. imagine him in DJ clothing. He's also a bit effeminate, but uh, that's okay. Um, 
I'm not judging here. Just I did a Harry Potter. Uh, okay. So Mandalorian is coming tonight. Uh, very excited for Picard. The finale. The finale. Very excited for Picard season three to overshadow it again. Uh, it won't beat it like in minutes or anything, but it's certainly <laughs> getting a lot more love to where the Hollywood Reporter even admitted it's getting more love than the Mandalorian, <laughs> which was hilarious. I just thought that was funny. Uh, well, did you see um the, the way they've been promoting the finale for Mando? It's like the best Star Wars series yet or something like that. And loads of fans were like, okay, calm down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Obviously, we don't think it, but like seeing like fans of the show be like, what do you mean best? It's not even close. No. I think the, something. the RT audience score was in the 50s for a while. Not sure where it is now, but... Yeah, that's it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's in trouble. It's very bad. Hi, X-ray girl. How you doing? Hi. I guess we are doing my intro. I'm good. I'm good. I slept enough, I think. Yesterday I was a little loopy. I called Gary and I was like, When are we doing the nooner? And he's like, It's not on my channel this week, is it? BBC. Because usually with the BBC, it's uh, you know, no nooner on Mondays. Well, to be fair, I didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. so it's been nice to catch up after um i mean i had like four drinks on saturday that's not a lot but it was a lot after not drinking for i guess almost two three months now and um yeah i need two days to recover i'm getting old getting old yeah mm -hmm. we're all on our pre-vegas fast and i think we're all just gonna eat like Freaking pigs once we get there. I'm just gonna food. Haven't had this in a while. Carbs. Okay. I just gotta just gotta manage two more years without carbs. I'll be okay. Yeah. How about that? Return of the King event beat Air and Renfield at the box office. Yes. I don't think that's a surprise, is it? Lord of the Rings, man. Damn straight. You think Warner Brothers is like we should have done this in wide release for each anniversary and yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And you still can. You can do the trilogy on December eighteenth, which is a Sunday. You could just release it that weekend, or maybe you know do it a month before and le like just leave or nah, we'll do two 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 weeks, two weeks before. Don't give a shit what's in the fucking theaters as long as it's not do one it. of your movies. Don't do give now. shit, do and it, it will it will yeah. It will kill. It will destroy. Make it an event. Make it an event. Do a little Q&A with the hobbits. You know. Here I am giving one this billion dollar corporation advice. They should obviously listen to their 24-year-old gender <coughs> graduate who runs their marketing now. I, yeah. I might have done a tweet about corporate marketing yesterday. And what was that tweet? I said, keep hiring uh, kids to argue with your customers. It's working out really well for you. Yeah. Well, I mean. Was it keep hiring marketing, corporate marketing, keep hiring children to go to war with your customers. It's it's working out really well. Yeah. With the whole Bud Light thing. And then they had to like have a club. <laughs> Clydesdale, like with the American flag sticking out its ass running across the 
<laughs> to, to make up for it. <laughs> well, they didn't, didn't apologize. There was no sorry. Nope. There was no sorry. And there's been no movement of the company. So they're not sorry. They are not sorry. They just want to placate you. So it, it, uh, a business keep up that boycott if you do. I'm all it. about the free market and freedom. And you do what you like. But I am not going to shed a tear for an alcohol company going out of business. Not going to shed a fucking tear. Uh, it's been nearly 20 years since oh. Peter Jackson's epic cinematic adaptation of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings trilogy wrapped up. The final installment of the three-part story, The Return of the King, charged into theaters on December 17, 2003. I remember it like it was yesterday. And spent the next six months dominating the box office and enraptured audiences, racked up Oscars, and generally un heard of a golden age of cinema fantasy films that followed well i mean no there, no it was the golden age well i mean if you want to care mm. harry potter harry potter did follow uh the runtime for the original theatrical cut was just three hours and 21 minutes and i haven't seen it since the theaters i mean i've exclusively watched the extended extended cut all please about, all about yep. extended Already a massive film for audiences at the time. A year later, Jackson released an extended edition with 50 minutes of additional footage, a small movie in of itself, bringing the runtime total to this four-hour mark. I have another suggestion for you, Warner Brothers, because I Zaz, I know you're always watching. Biggest fan. <laughs> um, Robert Meyer Burnett, our good friend Robert Meyer Burnett, was involved in the probably greatest special features ever made for a film. The Lord of the Rings on the Blu-ray disc, the, the gold, the gold one that you get, not the 4K one, but the Blu-ray one. They have all of those special features. They're freaking amazing. And it's basically how to capture lightning in a bottle 101. It shows you how they why they were successful, uh, how they were successful. And they aren't even like majorly part of the the Middle Earth box set, I think. But you, I would say. Get Robert to put a good two-hour documentary of those, like the best of the best, and show that too. Just make it, just make it twenty-four hours in the fucking movie theater. I'd be there. I'd be there. I'd skip meals. I'd skip sleep. I'd be there. Make that part of it. It'd be awesome. Uh, both the theatrical and extended editions for Peter Jackson's monumental trilogy have gone down in history as some of the greatest fantasy films ever created. It's the greatest trilogy ever created. First three. First three. Uh, even two decades later, they still hold up. From the acting to the sets to the CGI, even Andy Circus, fully computer-generated golem is still easy to watch. Unlike, say, Jar Jar Bakes. Oh, why you gotta pick on Jar? Why you gotta pick on yeah? Why you gotta pick on Ahmed? We we got we got so many so much better examples than Jar Jar Banks. Like this is the fucking media right here. Fuck you. Uh, like, hey, Jar Jar Banks wasn't as good as Gollum. We know that, but uh, I think we can pick from. A little movie called Ant Man that just yeah. came out. Modok, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, was better than fucking Modok. Uh, the Return of King set such an impeccable. Don't standard. be a dick. Don't be a dick. But look I mean, at me, I'm that a, was dick. a great girl boss advice, by the way. Yeah, just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Imagine if a dude is standing over a broken woman version of modok and says don't be a see you next tuesday don't. yeah well don't be a bitch yeah. Don't be a, yeah don't be a bitch that'd be a good one yeah <clears throat> uh set such an impe 
impeccable standard in filmmaking that now, within a few months of the movie's 20th birthday, it has made its way back into theaters, only proving uh, with... What the fuck is that word? Wait, wait, wait. I see catastrophic. Uh, EU catastrophic. Uh, EU catastrophic. Effect? Okay. Uh, that's still got it. Uh, the movie hit... Uh, is that something you do when... Like you after sex or something? I don't know, like whatever. Uh, no, you, you hit it. You're hitting it during sex. Oh, okay. It's like hitting the sweet spot. There you go. We'll just say <laughs> you hit the G spot. You hit the fan G spot. Uh, the movie hit theaters again in, on Thursday, April 13th. I went, by the way, had a great time with the family. The following day, IndieWire reported that it hadn't just done well. Return of the King had outgrossed air in its second week of release and both Renfield and the Pope's exorcist on their Thursday night openings. Not only Oops. that, but it had done so while running in significantly fewer theaters. It was a fathom Ouch. event. That's not a wide release. The re-release of the return to King is an unusual event. Not too many movies get a second theatrical run. In this case, Fathom Events initially resurrected the iconic film, setting up an extremely limited release of just a couple of showings. As fans caught on to the fact that 20th anniversary theatrical release was taking place, those showings filled up and more were planned. The demand was so strong the week before the fun kicked off, Fathom announced that participating theaters were expanding the showings to span the six-day stretch from April 13th to April 18th with additional showings going until day after tomorrow. Hell yes. Uh, despite the demand, there were only 1,100 theaters formally participating in the Fathom events in comparison to Air, which is playing in 3,507 theaters that Amazon paid. That's, by the way, you want to own Amazon again? Amazon, and by all accounts, it's a good movie. By all accounts, it's a good movie. Uh, Amazon paid $160 million for the rights to it. That's not counting the production budget, which was $90 million. Uh, according to the Hollywood reporter outside of the Bourne films, this is the most money Matt Damon has ever made <laughs> was off this film. Good for Matt Damon, uh, Matt Damon, Matt uh, Damon. And 2,650 theaters respectively, despite the disparity in screen count, the return of the King grossed 1.2 million on its 2023 opening night, making it the second most popular film for that day behind the runaway box office hit Super Mario. In comparison, Air has only grossed $982,598.62. I'll just add that there. And Renfield and the Pope's Exorcist came in below that. Timing was clearly on the side of Aragorn, Frodo, and company. Thursdays aren't historically the big money makers, even with tempo films. The lack of any serious competition, Mario aside, has helped. But that doesn't change the fact that The Return of the King was able to ride back into theaters with gusto, even after a 20-year hiatus. On the surface, the reason for The Return of the King having such success and re-release is simple. It's Tolkien. But there's more driving its success than just pre-existing popularity. Uh, Middle Earth is a popular IP treasured by multiple generations and demographics. Even What? Wait a minute. I thought it wasn't accessible, guys. No. <clears throat> Unless you see yourself on screen, you can't relate. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time computing. Mixed messages me for I was told it was not accessible, and Sophia Numvet was oh. historic in her not first appearance as a first female dwarf of color. Dwarf of color, by the way, which is a term. Dwarf of color. Elf of color. Remember the guy said he's the first elf of color? We just <clears throat> yeah, I'll tell you what, you're not the first of color. The first knobhead of color. <laughs> So I wanted to read this again. 
Middle Earth is, of those in Hollywood. is a popular intellectual property treasured by multiple generations and demographics. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I, mean, I think it's pretty diverse. Anyway, I see myself in Sauron. Wow. I see myself in Gladiator. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Noticed how similar you and Galadriel looked. I was like, oh. And I was based after you? Not the inside I was thinking about. (laughs) That's why you love Rings of Power so much. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Um, Even the trilogy of Hobbit films, which are generally seen as subpar compared to Lord of the Rings, were appointment viewing for millions of fans and are looked upon a lot better because, uh, you know, the age-old saying things can always get worse. Uh, general attractions aside, there were a few distinct things drawing viewers back to the theaters for a 2023 viewing of 2003's number one fantasy film. For instance, Elijah Wood returned in an intro for a limited event focus on enduring popularity's token. The introduction of the gaming campaign in the fourth age was cringe. It was horrible and cringe. And I couldn't wait for it to end. Okay. Because they showed like, um, uh, it's like D and D, right? But it was a Middle Earth D and D, and it's like, uh, it's like I can't even remember what it was called because I just wanted this thing to end. And if you're into it, that's cool, that's fine. It was fucking cringe though. It was so cringe, I couldn't wait. But then when uh, he came on, and he basically said, "Hey, that you know, Tolkien is for everybody. It's it's reached multiple demographics and and, and generations. That's basically what he said. It was a nice thing to say, and I think." You know, if if uh, you're going to see theaters, they tried this with Dungeons and Dragons too, guys. Did you guys see it in the theater? Any of you guys? Oh, no. okay. Yeah. Before Dungeons and Dragons, um, uh, they did a thank you. So I think they're going to start doing that, and I'm not against it. Except uh, Hugh Grant looked like he couldn't be fucking bothered with anything when he was there. Oh no, kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I laughed at that. I chuckled. He was just like, "Can we get this over, please? Fuck this shit." I want to. I want to go get blown by a tranny hooker. Yay! Um, but uh, hey, you know, again, not drinking. Uh, but uh, I think it's a good idea. If you you, you mixed up Hugh Grant and Eddie Murphy in one prostitute, by the way. Hugh Grant was maybe just, I did it on purpose. Just a, a woman. Eddie Murphy's may have been slightly different. Whatever. They were adults. Yes, they were adults, but uh, I think the the thanking people for showing up to the th- theaters and being fans, I don't think that's a bad idea. Do it for every damn movie. Well, didn't have to do that once upon a time. No, but, uh, you know, something seems to have happened in recent times where children in the marketing department think it's good to go to war with their customer base and they think anti-marketing is good and it is massively affecting the box office because they have been riding off IP and not talent. And IP has taken them so far, and then it can only take them so far until people go, nope. And we are seeing a lot of normies because it's not the fans, because the actual fans, they'll, you know, they'll, they kind of support, but it's the normies. The normies are now noping out of this. That's the big one. 
and it's which you can see it with Marvel and you can see it on TV, you can see it with Rings of Power, you can see it with all of these franchises. Even the norm is just like, nope. Mandalorian, nope. Star Wars, nope. That's it. Once you once you start hitting that normie apathy, you're in deep shit. And there there it has arrived. It has arrived. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy, which by all accounts should be probably the best Marvel movie since No Way Home and maybe the last good one, but we don't know that and it and according to box office predictions by a third party company, it's coming in low. It's coming in lower than the second film. Now that remains to be seen. We'll see what happens. Depends on the movie. But uh, Marvel excitement, I mean, to say it hasn't been affected, like you'd be high yeah. on some probably pretty good drugs because it's it, it has absolutely been affected and it's irreparable at this point. That's why we were making videos. It's like, we, you know, we still like Marvel. We like old Marvel. We still like, mm. I would like for you to change. Uh, but if you don't want to change and 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 tell us to fuck off, okay, well, well the, you know what? The paying Take customers- well, paying customer will generally fuck off and not say anything. Just go, okay. Yeah. I can put my money, I can take my money somewhere else. No problem. No problem. It, um, Eric July says, like, none of this is obligatory. Nobody needs this shit. Culture is important, but nobody needs this shit. Oh. I ordered a Marvel on six. Done. But you need us. Yep, yeah. you, you need us. You, you need us. And telling half of us to fuck off, you will never get most of those people back. You'll get some. But there's a percentage you've lost forever, no matter what you do. No matter how many apologies come out. No matter how many fucking thank yous. They're done. But when they say they've divided the fandom, you know, because we, we, we hear this like, you've divided the fandom. No, it's it's more damaging than that. You have you have alienated customers on both sides. Like Misandric, which is now the MCU, just Misandric content is also gonna alienate a lot of women. Not just guys, a lot of women. Because women, a lot of women want to go they, when they go to see a superhero movie, they want to see a Jason Momoa, they want to see an alpha, they want to see some big dude on there taking charge. Because it's not just a power fantasy for men; it's also a fantasy for women. It's a romantic fantasy. It's a, uh, you know, it's, there's lots of different elements of fantasy that go alongside that. So when you say you split fandom in half, what you do essentially is you cut two massive chunks from both sides, then you carve down the middle. So it's not just a simple here's the big fandom. Oh, we split you half and half. No, no, no. You've alienated a shit ton on that side and a shit ton on that side. Then you've hit down the middle, and what you've got left with—that's what you've split in half, and that's why we've seen we're seeing massive uh, diminishing returns now when it comes to to Marvel. Because who the fuck wants to go to the cinema to see Cassie? Who wants to go and see uh, Marvel's Katie? Who wants to go and you know they don't want this shit. They want to see fucking. They want to see Tony Stark being a fucking baller. They want to see Captain America kicking fucking ass. They don't want to see Shazam being a man-child. They don't want to, you know, fighting fucking 75-year-old Helen Mirren. 
Yeah, we got Shazam ads right now, which went to digital like three weeks, four weeks. I was going to say, well, yeah. <laughs> What's the point advertising that movie? Right I know. Now? I would just forget about it. You're wasting it. more money. <laughs> You're right. And and then to turn it back to to a movie that comes out 20 years later, and and quite frankly, a botched anniversary thing. This, it, I I think Warner Brothers, if they have any fucking brains, will use this data well they don't because what you were talking about is the over reliance on marketing companies which are generally run by middle management straight out of college with no real out of college no experience and and have woke ideology shoved up their ass shoved up their ass that have an over reliance on marketing data because they don't know anything yes and that marketing data puts everybody in these fucking pie charts and that's not what fandom is that's not what it is. You can't put fandom into like little uh, subsects. Uh, it, it, there's so much crossover in absolutely everything. It's impossible to figure out. It's, you know, Hollywood used to go by the gut on a lot of stuff. Uh, and that's how it works. Sometimes it gets right. Sometimes it's wrong. But you, if you try to commoditize art, which uh, the over corporate, uh, you know, the corporate uh, culture of Hollywood now, uh, is trying to commoditize it. And they've always been trying. They've been trying for years, okay? And it just it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it's going to get way worse. That's a tease for my next video. Again, some corporations, some entities, some individuals, a lot of independent creators, quite frankly, have already figured this out. Figured it out a long time ago. Some are going to be, some corporations are going to be forced to figure out because they've lost so much fucking money and they're about to die. Um, and we'll see what happens. It's totally up to you, Hollywood. Uh, we can't, I mean, like, I like art. I like film. I like music. But quite frankly, there's enough stuff I haven't read from the past that I could just, that'll entertain me for the rest of my life. Uh, that's why we did with comics. As an mm-hmm. I quit, a decades-long, decades-long habit with Marvel and DC uh, of hobby, habit and hobby, uh, of collecting and reading new comics, gave it up. I haven't missed it at all. Nope. In fact, I've read more comics recently because I've I've just been getting the stuff I haven't read. It's great. Sometimes the uh, the future can be in the past. The future can be the past. There's great stories written out there. I caught up on HP Lovecraft. Haven't read all his stuff. Now I have. It's fucking awesome. So there you go. Uh, but here, back to this. In recent years, Tolkien's works have found new life. Uh, and here's my favorite. Amazon Studios Rings of Power is streaming is steaming ahead towards the season two. I will give the rings of power credit for bringing more people to the real Tolkien. And, and you, now you can really identify the good from the abysmally bad. (laughs) So they did, I think, bring a lot of people to the books, uh, but it didn't become the cultural phenomenon. They wanted, they got a cultural phenomenon, uh, but they got a United Tolkien fandom. And that's kind of cool. There's like a very strict line between the good and bad. It's really strict in this one. In the same for Star Wars, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. But what the Tolkien fandom <laughs> did, what Star Wars fandom couldn't do, what Doctor Who fandom couldn't do, what uh, Star Trek fandom couldn't do, is united under like, no, there are definitive rules. This is Tolkien's. You don't fuck with it. Or it's not Tolkien. It's fanfic. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a story out there that some guy wrote fanfic and then they're saying Amazon ripped off his fanfic, which would be hilarious because it is fanfic, but it's worse if it's stolen fanfic. <laughs> so, 
I don't, it's probably bullshit, but God, that was such a great story. I loved it. Um, Warner Brothers is trolling Amazon with this shit. That was the only thing that inspired them to do this is like, oh, let's whip our dick out a little bit. And it worked. Uh, they, they trolled him in advertising for Game of Thrones. One streamer to rule them all. I thought that was pretty funny. I like corporations trolling each other. That would be funny, if anything, just to watch them all burn down. Uh, Warner Brothers just announced a new slate of full-length Lord of the Rings films, multiple games, uh, which could be shit. Okay, let's be real. Uh, both of the digital and physical variety are coming out based on Tolkien's world. Everything, everywhere you look, Tolkien's legacy is alive and well. Still, it's fun to see that even 20 years later, Jackson's gold standard can still keep up with the newer kind. Keep up. It surpasses it. That there, yeah. There's no keep up. It is the standard. It is the standard for fantasy filmmaking. It is the standard for making a trilogy of any kind. Uh, yeah, dude. Pretty amazing. All that a win. We just keep winning. I mean, after we lost. Well, someone ain't winning. We have to lose the franchise to win the war. Yeah. That sucks. I'd say, uh, I mean, Picard season three is a win of sorts. It doesn't save the franchise at all. Well, no, because they just announced Starfleet Academy and they are going ahead now with that Sector 31. It's more like a painkiller. <laughs> just yeah. a temporary painkiller. Like... The, the thing about Star Trek is no, no one ever professed that this was saving Star Trek. We knew what it was. Mm -hmm. We knew that this isn't... Because people, you know, a lot of people have said to me, so is this going to save Star Trek? I say, no, this is uh, an anomalous event. This is because, you know, uh, Kurtzman and Goldsman uh, had nothing to do with this. They were too busy with their failing other shows that they couldn't even be bothered to continue with a... Picard, which was a massive failure after two seasons. So they, they handed it over to Terry Metalis, who just so happened to be a massive Star Trek fan. And he's trying his best. It's not, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's not perfect. A lot of uh, stuff that I don't, I don't like about it, but there's stuff that I really like about it. And it's certainly very watchable. And uh, yeah, this is going to be an anomalous, an anomalous thing. But uh, now that it's, you know, it was always, with Goldsman, uh, with um, Kurtzman, Kurtzman for um, until 2020, at least 2026, that got reviewed, renewed like a year and a half ago. Yep. Um, and so we knew that they were been trying to push this Sector 31 show since Discovery season one of Discovery. Uh, and we know that they've been trying to push this Starfleet Academy for at least two years now. In actual fact, if you speak to Robert Mar Burnett, he said a Star Trek Academy series has been pitched ever since the 80s. So it goes, it goes right back there. So, you know, this was never going to save that. But what it does show, what it will clearly demonstrate, because that Sector 31 show will be dog shit, and that Starfleet Academy series will be dog shit, uh, it will clearly show that, that you have an anomaly. And what was, what was different about the anomaly? Oh, the person who did it actually cared about Star Trek and actually tried to respect uh, the the history and the characters uh, of Star Trek. And that's why they, they won't learn, because they're not interested in that. We've already heard Kurtzman with his, uh, you know, it's not about Star Trek, it's about using Star Trek as a platform for our messages. So you can continue with your messages, but they're, they're going to come to a crashing reality when they release their next Star Trek venture. Oh, 
absolutely. Uh, and and just to point out, Terry Metalis worked on past Star Trek. Yes, worked Voyager, on. Enterprise, I think Enterprise as well. I, I just want to show the headline to this. Uh, no, was it DS Nine? Sorry, DS Nine. Didn't it? DS Nine. Voyager. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's got a. He was there. He was there. Um, to people who say, especially when I use the word intersectional, which is a made up word by an academic. It's just a fucking made up word for identity politics. When people say that's just, uh, gaslighting words. And none of them, blah, 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 blah. really intersectionality grows on screen, but diversity in film and TV sees minimal overall changes in 2022 report. There's also a, I think they changed this headline because it didn't make any sense. Uh, I, I don't know if this is the one I shared. Uh, let me go to research. There's a different headline that says something even dumber. Oh, uh, yeah, here it is. It's in the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Suspense. Intersectionality and overseas content drove diverse film TV in 2021 and 2022. Wait, are they saying... Think about that. Okay, I just want... The, what drove diversity was the overseas content. <laughs> what? That's always existed. I know. <laughs> oh, God. They're so dumb. Um, intersectionality and diversity and all of these initiatives, what they are is they keep using the word inclusive, but you can't be inclusive when you're excluding somebody. And the whole point of it was to, is to make shit less white. Okay. You're excluding somebody, which makes it non-inclusive, uh, but it does make it intersectional. That is two headlines from today that use the word term unironically intersectionality, a term that uh, well, quite frankly, I get accused of uh, using this word as gaslighting. It's a made-up word by an ideological academic pro-neo-Marxist garbage. That's all it is. It's to it's to divide us. It's simply there to divide us as individuals. I can't. I just wanted to show these headlines, just to show it off. So, uh, foreign films are diverse, uh, everybody. <laughs> but there's korean people in korean shows except what? when they're not <laughs> you know <laughs> oh god i mean there was so much diversity in squid game i mean there there was white people in it with the yeah people. the villains <laughs> 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 Dude, their voices were so weird. I'm like, am I seeing this headline right? Like, it was before my cup of coffee, so I'm like, brain's a little foggy right now. Oh, but so like, while things are that we have clear signs of improvement in certain places, uh, there are another, and I also want to show this tweet from Mark Millar. Did I show this already? 
Or I showed it to you guys, but did I show it on the stream? My brain. No. Okay. So here it is from Mark Millar, whose books we just showed off. Yes. <laughs> his books we just showed off. Uh, he's he's doing very well right now. He's got his own thing going, creator on IPs. Uh, he's a very good writer who I like quite a bit, and he's still making good stuff. So I will buy his stuff. Make sure I'm not showing off my messages there. There we go. Boop, 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 boop. Mark from Mark Millar. Uh, oh, who's Mark Millar? Kingsman. You familiar with that Kingsman movie? That's based on his comic book, The Secret Service. Cool. What about <laughs> upcoming authority movie? Uh, well, he was part of that, but I mean, that's more Warren Ellis. Uh, sure. And uh, there was uh, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark, mm-hmm. Mark Millar. Civil War, you might have heard of it. <clears throat> Mark Millar. Uh, that billion-dollar gross Mario Bros. is heading towards tells us just how much studios will be rewarded if they actually set out to please the fans instead of antagonizing them. Look at the 2000s, look at the aughts DVD interviews and see that the same smart strategy applied to superhero fandom. Pretty, pretty normal statement, right? Like, hey, don't piss off the fans. Kind of what some of us have been saying for a long time. Oriel FM responds. Mostly yes. But on the other hand, there is something to be said about pleasing toxic fandom. Look at the Star Wars tr- uh, new trilogy here. They literally oh, wrote out sure. characters because toxic fans made a fuss about them on the internet. I think the focus should be on making good films. That's all anybody said. And they wrote out the characters because they weren't good. They didn't have any good None characters. None of them were good anyway. No. <laughs> like, yeah. As if they like, only wrote out the ones. What is this cope? Like... They talk about Rose Tico, aren't they? Yes. Like, oh, it's, it's the toxic worst character in Star Wars them. history. Like, no, that's JJ's decision to either keep or lose it. As if everybody was like, "Oh, we fucking adore Ray." You know, we gotta have Ray. Everyone loves Ray, and that's why he kept her. It. It's like, no, we all hated Ray too. Well, we kind of nothing did. She was, she was. In... Yeah. The, I just don't like this argument that like, oh, see, that the we we buckled to the toxic fans when we got rid of Rose Tico. It's like that's on JJ. If he didn't want her in the movie, he didn't want her in the movie. You know, take it to him. As 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 is pointed out, Jar Jar isn't sitting there watching a YouTube video uh, of a guy with fifty thousand subscribers or a gal and going, you know, we need to write out Rose Tico because this yeah. YouTuber with fifty thousand subscribers doesn't like it. You or might make it. another mean video if we keep it. <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna do? Pretty fucking does that. Okay. Uh, the it, it, it's it's. You write compelling characters, the fans will like them. You don't, they don't. What the fans didn't like about the new trilogy was how you handled the legacy characters. End of story. End of story. You 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 move them out of the way. You kill them in the worst possible ways to make way for nothing characters. Nothing characters. I remember that you know insane narrative that they were like pandering to people who didn't like TLJ with Rise of Skywalker, and it's like pandering to us. You think the Rise of Skywalker was made for us? You fucking joking? <laughs> like you know the saying, the actual saying that is, uh, you can tell a lot about a society on how it treats its elderly. And uh, if you look at the West, we treat our elderly very poorly compared to someone like the East, like in Japan. 
for instance, uh, the the elderly are held in high esteem, very high esteem, and respected. And therefore, and what does Japan have? Japan has a, a, a culture of respect that goes from the the top down. When when people get older, they're not pushed out for this this uh, desire for for youth and new. No, they are they are moved to a to a different position where their knowledge and their wisdom can be uh, passed down to other generations. It's the same analogy that you can use with your fandoms. When Disney took over Star Wars, for example, one of the first things that Kathleen Kennedy says is, "We don't want to rely on these fifty-year-old fans." We're, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna develop new fans of the franchise, and that in itself showed exactly how they were gonna treat the franchise, how they were gonna treat the legacy characters, how they were gonna treat the legacy fandom, and they spat all over it. Now, Disney, I mean, the the, the irony is, it's it's got a great ending for us, but the whole point was there hasn't, there isn't gonna be a Disney Star Wars movie for six years due to the failure of the sequel trilogy and their answer to repairing it is to bring the fucking asshole back who fucked it this whole thing is an absolute and mitigated fucking joke you know now. You about it disney just pulled a rise of skywalker with their entire company by bringing Iger back <laughs> it's the same yeah. thing yeah well somehow Iger returned <laughs> yes so you know what? I'm not sorry that they got rid of this. Uh, uh, Rose Tico's lo Rose Tico lost her sister on a bombing run Far in the vacuum of space. In the vacuum of space, mm. <laughs> so, where, 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 where bombs, bombs and gravity, down. apparently. Yeah. Uh, yes. And you didn't make Rose Tico for one. You 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 took her, <laughs> and you made her. Uh, you put her in a potato sack, and you, you made her annoying. You know what a Y wing is. Do you know what a Y wing does? Yes, I know. Do you know what a Y wing does? I in a video that said nobody knows what a Y wing is anyway. Oh, <laughs> that's the perfect reaction. As one of our hosts had quite a um, a specific reaction to that information. Uh, Millar's response: the emphasis should be on pleasing the fans so they don't feel angry enough to turn toxic. Uh, this term "toxic" is stupid. Yeah, it's, it's a nothing. It's a nothing word. Yeah, there's going to be. There's always been criticism in fandom. Fandom is always used to always come into comic shops. Uh, before the one I own, I, the ones where I went, and we would talk lots of shit about lots of stuff, and then talk about the stuff we loved. That's just fandom. You got to take the good with the bad. Uh, the strategy worked very well from nine, uh, nineteen ninety eight to two thousand nineteen. And for the love of the first new Star Wars in 2000, the love for the first Star Wars in 2015 was huge, which it was in anticipation. Yes. The fan alienation almost feels like a strategy now because it is. It is. Uh, see Rings of Power. Where that decision came straight from the top to start off by pissing off the Tolkien fandom. How did that work out? Oh, it was a flop. Were the ones that called everybody evil again? Was it the Rings of Power guys? Yeah, yes, yeah. evil, patently evil. Ugh. They should run a fucking guide on how to tank franchises, dude. They couldn't run a fucking hot dog stand. 
Yeah. They could run a guide on how to fail one, though. Well, they could run a hot dog stand into the ground. They'd be, they'd, they would advertise hot dogs, and then they would be giving out kale sandwiches, and people would be going, what's this? And they'd go, oh, you're patently evil. No. Well, is Ezra Miller patently evil or just crazy? He's a nutter. He's a nutter. Yeah. He's taken too too much uh, Hollywood juice. Yeah, you know what I mean, I think he might be uh, act an actual victim of Hollywood. That might be yeah. a possibility. Okay. Uh, I bring Ezra up because Flash, Yellow Flash, a good friend, of Yellow Flash, rightly pointed out that Jonathan Majors has been dropped mm. by his management, and Ezra Miller is on video choking a woman. Pregnant woman. Iceland, a pregnant woman uh, on video breaking into a house to steal alcohol. This multimillionaire. Um, multiple crimes, possible grooming, possible kidnapping, stories of little kids with bullets, like chewing on bullets that were just laying around. And his movie comes out to much fanfare. As a matter of fact, there's a big trailer coming out in a few days on the 26th. Uh, because they're going to show uh, there's a screening of it at CinemaCon uh, in Vegas while we're there. Uh, while we're there, you gonna see it? No. Well, I mean, if uh, it's on the 26th, it's on the day before our meetup. But I'm not going to pay twelve hundred dollars. What? CinemaCon? Yeah, a ticket is twelve hundred dollars. No. No. Not to not to go rub elbows with the shill of the shills. No, thank you. I mean. Okay, if it was like five hundred dollars just to go there to make you know to troll them, yes, I would. I would go. I'd wear like a I like I went to Star Trek convention there uh, last was it last year with the I stand with Vic shirt yeah. on. I got plenty of dirty looks for that. So <laughs> I would do something like that. You know, I yeah, I'd wear my Make Marvel Mail Again shirt and walk around Comicon. <laughs> <laughs> I would, <laughs> but um, this uh. Uh, this is bad news. Now, uh, I guess we need to say this, like there is no, we, other than those text messages they shouldn't have put out. There's, we don't know what happened. There's supposedly, supposedly a video that exonerates him. And I don't want to see this man uh, lose his entire career over just accusations. Yeah. We don't want to see that if he is guilty, then yes. But until we, we don't know that, but it, it looks like he's starting to get canceled. Uh, there's already rumors out there that, he, he, that he's been fired at Marvel. Although in this article, they say they have never had those conversations. But Jonathan Majors and manager Entertainment 360 partways, actor facing domestic violence allegations, allegations in New York City. Yeah, there's two ways to go with this. One way is that these, I guess, companies know more behind the scenes and that they're getting stuff done ahead of time than, than we know. Or they're just buckling under the pressure and don't have anything to do with it because hasn't, hasn't his pr firm like dropped him as well dropped him yeah which is possibly <laughs> one of the funniest things to happen like in like tragic funny like oh i'm having the worst pr nightmare of my life and it's like yeah well we're dropping you and it's like this is your this is the one thing i need you guys for mm, but he's his management so is his management firm i think they've dropped could have sworn it was pr as well but um yeah you know if that's true that like I said, it's, it's all, uh, it could go either way. We're just waiting for more information. But, it, you know, in our climate, it sucks to have this uh, this on you no matter what. 
because it, it'll just do ex insane damage. The different the difference between this and Ezra Miller isn't anything to do with color, I don't think, which is quite you know Hollywoody. But I think this has got to do with the fact that DC have a film, and I don't think Marvel have a film. He's between they, they filming, a, right? Yeah, I, I think they they are they have a title of a film. Yeah, but they don't have anything uh, that they've invested in. And I think if uh, if the Flash film was announced and there hadn't been any filming and all this came out with Ezra Miller, I don't They'd think we would have had. Yeah, I don't think we would have had Ezra Miller in the uh, Flash film. Because yeah, the, they've probably waited up. It's like we can recast Jonathan Majors right now. We haven't got a film in the can with him yeah. so and, uh, it's not like the first time they would have done that it's just this one's a bit weird because he played like a thousand kangs he's kang in loki's kang in quantum mania so it's like all right the weird thing the weird thing about that was the fact that um when they've showed multiverse they've showed different different characters being the same people but when it came to kang kang was always the same yeah, and well, that's their out as well, right? Like, he'll yep. be a different guy, and then they'll be like, wait, you look the different. Thing. They'll be like, this is a world of all kinds of timelines. The Kang mm. you saw was just one of many, blah, blah, blah. Because someone just mentioned, like, well, he's got season two filmed, doesn't it? And it's like, Season yeah. two of Loki filmed, yeah. Yeah, that is that is a project they're going to have to be careful with if uh, if all this turns out to be true. But um, if it turns out to be false, it's, you know, it's one of those things, again, where it's just going to be like, so what's going to be done to rectify the situation? And then probably nothing. Well, I mean, so far it's just a he said, he said, she said. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, her, 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 again, innocent till proven guilty. The the tweet, the phone text messages that his lawyer put out didn't do him any favors whatsoever. No, no they did not. That was a mistake. That was a huge mistake because they just essentially came across. Not saying that's what happened. I'm saying they came across. Like a vic like a victim begging their abuser to forgive them. That's what they came across as. Now he could be completely and utterly innocent. I don't wanna I don't wanna cast any um aspersions onto Jonathan Majors. Or, you know, he he can hopefully he'll get his day. Uh, whatever happens, he'll get his evidence, he'll get his day to, to clear his name. But there's been a few people that it came straight out of the woodwork, and this could just be Hollywooding. So there's a few people that came straight out the woodwork went, yeah, this is Jonathan Majors. So you just don't know. You just unfortunately you don't know. And as we as we know, once an allegation is made, you're tarnished. Yeah. Whether you're exonerated or not, you are tarnished. Your name has been tarnished. You will be synonymous with that, innocent or guilty, which is terrible. This is why council culture is a bitch. An absolute bitch. Not consequence culture. It's nothing to do with consequences. It's it's a ravenous uh, witch hunt half the time. Yep. But he, innocent or guilty, he's now tainted goods in Hollywood's eyes. And Marvel because, has a major problem. Because, <laughs> because even if he's exonerated with evidence coming out of the wazoo, there will be people who will be like, "Yeah, he, he fucking did it, though," because that's yeah, that is that is are. that unfortunately is uh, the nature of uh, of people. <sighs> so yeah, 
I think Marvel are just like, nope, we need somebody who doesn't have uh, a stigma attached. Right. Yeah, uh, no, I, I could see them press, pressing the panic button being like, whether or not you did do it, we don't want to be anywhere near someone this hot, so we're just going to get someone else. Like, I could yep. totally see them doing that. Yep. But all the gushing, I, just, I can't help but think of all the gushing over him in the red carpet for Ant-Man. It was ridiculous. Well, it makes you think, right? Like, if all this allegation shit had happened the day before then, you know, they'd all be like, well, uh, yeah, he's in it. Yeah. They'd be shutting well, the fuck they'd up. They'd taken him off the marketing for the digital release, at least uh, on one poster I saw. There was no king anywhere. <laughs> so mm. uh, The army advert dropped him, didn't yep, they? Yep. Uh, talent manager Entertainment 360 has dropped Jonathan Majors. Several sources tell us the recent move by Majors' longtime manager comes three weeks after magazine Dreams star was arrested on domestic violence charges in New York City. Currently starring in Creed 3 and Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania, Majors' departure uh, is due to issues surrounding the actor's personal behavior, we are informed. Uh, oh, more Shazam ads. Uh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Okay, nobody's not, buying. Nobody's it. gonna nobody's see buying it. it. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Tortuga for that. Okay, jeez. Uh, Major's representation, Major's representation problems don't stop with Entertainment 360 PR firm, the Letty Letty Company. Also, and uh, also initiated a break with the Avengers actor in the last month. He's not an Avengers actor. He's not been an Avengers. I was about to say, yeah, he's not actually been in one yet. Yeah. No. And it looks like he won't be. In the future. Hey, As a <clears throat> minor element of this, Majors and Fashion House Valentino mutually agreed that the actor would not be attending this year's Met Gala as one of its guests. The Met Gala is a disgusting display of the box. Oh, yeah. And fucking circle decadence and decadence and reminds me of uh, Hunger Games and stuff like that. Yes, <laughs> I was about right. to yeah. say that, Mahler. Gosh, it Perfect. absolutely no. does. Uh huh. I mean, like, okay, those movies aren't great, but man, their depiction of the elite is pretty spot on. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. uh, Entertainment 360 and Letty or Led, whatever, Leedy, uh, company did not return requests for comment. Majors has already shot the second season of Marvel slash. No, it's Disney Marvels. Uh, Loki, in which he reprises his uber villain role of King. Uber villain, huh? Uber villain. Uh, and won't go. Maybe he's just going method, guys. Okay. Uh, and won't go before the cameras in Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, for quite some time. Deadline here is that he's there's been zero conversations in the Marvel camp to drop majors from the MCU. I doubt it. I That's bullshit. Yeah. Even if the conversation never went to whether or not they'll actually drop in, they've talked about this. Of course, all of them have. The one thing Marvel has been, besides absolute shit lately, is they're pretty tight. Like, you don't get a lot of, you know, internal leaks about meetings from from fucking Marvel or Disney because so many people are just lockstep there. My assumption is Kevin Feige will have personal meetings with literally everybody and he'll have a huge smile on his face and do the whole like, you wouldn't want to leak anything and you wouldn't want to step out of line, would you? Would you? Mm. And you'd be like, Kevin, you seem so chill, but also horrifying. (laughs) He's like, don't know what you mean. Uh, The actor was arrested March 25th, 
over an alleged domestic dispute with a 30-year-old woman. The unnamed victim was taken to the hospital with minor injuries to her head and neck, according to authorities. Majors is expected to appear before a judge May 8th as he faces multiple counts of harassment and assault from the New York City DA. Well, isn't he busy? That New York City DA might be a different one, but aren't they busy? Like, So they're actually going to go after majors, but don't worry about people getting pushed in front of subways, getting shot, getting stabbed. Uh, oh, no, that's just New York shit. Yeah. Jonathan Majors is completely innocent and it's pro uh, and is probably the victim of an altercation with a woman he knows, Majors criminal defense attorney, Priya something, told Deadline in on March 27th. We were quickly gathering and presenting evidence to the district. Chowdhury, by the way, it's pronounced Priya Chowdhury. Chowdhury? Chowdhury? Chowdhury. Chowdhury. It's Indian. Oh, okay. Uh, with the expectation that all charges will be dropped immediately. Well, it's been a few weeks. It's been in three weeks since immediately. So I don't think it's that's been imminently. Sorry, imminently. It's still it's, not imminently. It's been it's been three weeks, four weeks. Do the math, extra girl. I was wanting to do the song, not the math. I, I, oh. I thought you were saying the weeks for the song. So yeah, it's been. <laughs> I don't know, remember the song. It's okay. It's been since the 27th of March. So we're like less than nine days away from it being a month. There. Uh, Chaudhry. One week. Sorry. What was that? Oh, the song lyric. Chat is helping. Yeah. <laughs> Chaudhry added at the time that the evidence includes video footage from the vehicle where the airport took place, witnesses, witness testimony from the driver and others who both saw and heard the episode, and most importantly, two written statements from the woman recanting these allegations after the check cleared. I put that there. Uh, I don't know if that's what happened. Major's attorney also released a set of text messages to press uh, redacted to protect the woman's identity in which the latter took blame for the fight. But the fight still happened. See, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's... That downright seems like a childish assumption of like how to gain innocence. Like, look, she said I didn't do it. Look, she said it's fine. She said she had it coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Like, it's so weird because like even I, like guy who's never been involved in like a legal case would be like, oh, you're going to want to wait till the case. Wait till actually getting it all done and cleared up. and stuff. Don't just like randomly post fucking text messages to social media. What are you doing? Yeah. Please let me know. You're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. Wow. They, they had to arrest you as protocol, which this is true. Uh, when they saw the injuries on me and then knew we had a fight, I was so angry that they did. And I'm sorry that you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of the hospital. This does not help. No, it's oh, not man. helping oh, at all. No. God. I no, had a, no, no. I deserved I deserved to be <laughs> I was asking for it. Uh, that just it, it just it just comes across as the text messages from an abused. Yeah. I'm not saying it's that is the truth. I'm just saying the way that the messages, if you read them in that bubble it just sounds like an abuse victim desperately trying to bad optics. <sighs> very bad 
Uh, mm. Major's altercation comes amid what has been a bountiful 2023 with Creed, 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 freedom and quantum mania having grossed a combined 700 did they really combine the two movies to pump up the box office this is such a reporter this abuser this potential abuser has racked up 745 million at the box office uh in addition to rave reviews out of sundance for his turn as a mentally disturbed amateur bodybuilder in <laughs> why would you mention that <laughs> yeah like <laughs> mentally disturbed this isn't helping him this isn't helping him this one is like he sent the text back said stop helping me like, uh he received rave reviews for his role as a serial killer in on <laughs> no 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 majors is still held by police on charges of murder Disney ah! Superstar Pictures acquired that movie out of the festival beating. That's a bad word to put in there. Oh. Several bitters. <laughs> beating several bitters. I swear to God, this is, this is now a uh, a goddamn troll article. Yeah. <laughs> Satire. <laughs> How many references can we get to hitting? <laughs> I know it's set to hit theaters December. <laughs> this keeps choking uh, me up. Uh, uh, audience, yeah, audiences were said to be choked up about his performance. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh well. Uh, look, Charlie Sheen's back with Chuck Lorre. Wow. Wow. Really? I thought the next time we were going to hear Charlie Sheen's name, he was um, in the obituaries. Oh, dude, yeah, dude, he was going after him. But they're back They're back together. There you go. That's good. Hey, see, you can mend fences. Second chances. That's good. Good. For, I hope Charlie's sober because he was coked out of his fucking mind. But we get, we got like, oh, that was tiger sad. blood. Tiger blood, man. We got some good stuff out of that. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, he got HIV, but uh, sorry, we got some good stuff out of it. We did. You can't stop the tiger blood. You're right, Chad. Uh, holy crap! It's uh, it's just been one bad thing after another for Disney. Uh, now, you know that that Reedy Crick bullshit. Crick, Reedy Crick. See, I've been in the South a long time now. I'm saying Crick. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gone native. Uh, so, <laughs> um. They, yeah, that bullshit's about to blow up in their face. Uh, so yeah, uh, karma is real. Karma is a real thing. Disney is doubling, tripling, quadrupling down. They will not be one of these organizations that ever changes. No. Uh, just saying. And I'm here for the giant corporate bonfire to watch it. But hey, keep those 12 people on Twitter happy. Yep, to be warmed by it. It will be great. How's everybody doing? Yeah, pretty good. Doing all right? Doing all right? I got coffee. You got coffee? I got coffee, too. Beebs brews. Boobs? Beebs brew. Beebs brew. Oh, I think I just thought of a new coffee chain right there. Boobs brews. Boobs brews. Ooh. Be like Hooters, except a coffee shop. 
daytime Hooters. I'm, <laughs> I I would definitely go to a coffee shop that had Hooters. Boobs brews. Yeah. Boobs. Wake oh, up nice. to a nice warm cup of boob brews. Boob brews. Yep. <laughs> Do you want milk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And a little bit of sugar. <laughs> If you just like in a clockwork orange, <laughs> you pull the milk right out of the titty. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There wow. you go. Uh, we have Ian so forth. Ian so forth for 50 British pounds. Ian! Thank you. That's proper money for now. No. It's cool that the real BBC happens to be on David's birthday. Happy birthday, David. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday yeah. david happy birthday david <laughs> happy birthday david who are they talking who's he talking about i have no idea this is it's um, okay it's okay yeah <laughs> it's okay Gary. it's a sunday fun day thing okay so there's some lore there i'm unaware of happy birthday <laughs> david is that somebody as cook david too or does he only cook women Oh, that, that's a shot thing. Yeah, yeah. I get my Kiwis mixed up. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh. The DJ has gifted five neurotic memberships for $25. <laughs> CHB has donated 60 shekels. Shekels. What's up, Israel? What's up? Hail, Gary. Longtime listener since the long night. Oh, that is a long time. Good old days. God, that's what yeah. I first met Mahler. That's when we started streaming. Yeah, good times. This is 50-50. Hey, it we'll was get... the best of times. It was the worst of times. We'll get the band back together for uh, House of the Dragon Season 2 eventually. That'll be nice. That'll be fun. That'll be good times, man. I, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed those. Oh, oh, Az, I want to put you on the spot. What are you doing Thursday morning? Thursday the 20th? Yeah, well, morning for me. Afternoon. Which is what time? What time for you? Uh, it would be like eleven a.m. So starting an hour earlier than we usually do for real BBC. Uh, I do have hot toys at uh, twelve your time. Okay, so what mm. if we move it up an hour and we talk about? Well, when do you see Picard season three? Though, do you get it the next day or? Uh, I mean, I for the I right. You know the the okay. So if on Fridays I get it as part of Prime for free, yeah, I can watch it on Thursday, and I can sign up for Paramount Plus through Amazon. Well, I on can, a free trial. I can, or I have a I resolution could, I could for that. Uh, ask my <laughs> mate Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I got a resolution for that. Okay, I could see it. I could definitely yeah. see. You. Yeah, join us. I think Yellow Flash is going to join. Uh, I'm gonna try to get Colin on uh, and uh, do a do a finale. Colonoscopy. A Dave colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> we love Dave Cullen. Stop it. That's terrible. Uh, where was I? So for uh, the Picard season three finale, uh, first time super chatter. All right. Uh, here's a few shekels headed your way. Who said Jews can't part with their money? Wow. Hello. Oh no! Apparently, <laughs> hey, hey, CHB, did you know that the Mandalorian is about you? It's about the Jews. That's what the Mary Sue said. The, Mary the, Sue, yeah, they said there was space Jews. It's, it's about Mandalorian the Jews. to space Jews. That's an interesting take. That is a really interesting take. 
Well, the oh, the, was it CBR just said that um, that Gotham Knights uh, does better for Gotham than Batman. Uh, I don't know, man. He is pretty fascist. They did in the last episode. They just like dropped money for poor people, and Bruce Wayne never did that. And I'm just what? like, holy shit! They don't know. Are what you well? First of all, of course they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. But are you fucking retarded? Do you remember you why they did you... that? No, because I didn't watch the episode. Oh, I did. Um, oh, why? So why? they'd be. They've got drug money. And they're trying to figure out what to do with it. I think it's just like eagle, you know, ill-gotten gains. Let's put it that way. And they mm -hmm. got in a big van, and they they're driving away from the criminals and the corrupt cops that are all trying to get them. And so they come up with an idea: if they start tossing the money everywhere, then the civilians of Gotham, in an attempt to grab all these things, will get in the way of the criminals and the police. <gasps> And so, so they'll it's not be really giving money away. More it's easily escape. Diversion. I mean, you, you could argue that some of the characters want to to give all that money but like there's loads of fucking repercussions that'll come from that it's like if you have the criminals and the corrupt cops try to get that money back you're putting all those civilians in danger yeah <laughs> like, half of them are probably drug uh druggies so they'll just they've just now just got more money and probably die of overdoses over the next couple of days so they don't think it's endangerment at all oh great <laughs> no the, the cbr is literal fucking dog canine fecal matter as i like to call it that, oh. that these websites, I am so glad they're going under. I really, really am. But uh, again, it all operates off. It's, it's they are doing these articles for rage bait. It's meant to to get you mad, so you click, so you go to the. That's that's the only way that they can generate any interest. Because if the person who wrote that actually believes what they wrote, number one, they haven't got a fucking clue about Wayne. Uh, Bruce Wayne and what Bruce Wayne does with his money and uh, all the uh, various charities and and whatnots that he puts his money into to actually help poor. But you don't system because he's trying to change the system systematically. He's not trying to uh, do quick hot fixes like going out and throwing some coin on the street and going, "Hey, look, we just cured poverty in Gotham because we dropped ten thousand dollars on a street." Uh, these people are absolutely fucking window. Oh, they are window lickers of the highest order. And Gary, I actually have uh, live footage of the the CBR uh, writing team uh, trying to put an article together. This is live footage. Okay, let's take a look. There you go. There you go. You, yeah, you lick those windows. Yeah, you lick. You lick those windows. Yeah. That's it. You lick those windows. Yeah, you keep licking them. You fucking wi window licking morons. <laughs> I didn't know you could be paid to do that, but all right. You know, apparently so. Apparently so. Uh, paid apparently, window lickers. That's capitalism's kind of awesome though. Uh Adrian Curry. Oh my god. I miss your wisdom on Twitter, Adrian. Adrian's awesome. Based, smart, level 12. What are Timbits like, X-Ray Girl? What are what? They're Tim too bits. sweet, but they're good. I like it. It's like a little snack. It's not worth the calories. It's like 90 calories per Timbit. Oh, I'm, okay. 
Adrian has gifted five Nerdrotic memberships for $25. Thank you, Adrian. Miss you on Twitter. What's a Tim? What the, a what bit? A, it's Tim like bit. a donut hole. What? So the, the, no, 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 no. It's from uh, X-ray it's, girl. A donut hole is nothing. No, no, no. no, no, no what no, I was no, saying no, is no. that there's okay. uh, at, the, America, at the, the yeah, yeah. Holes. Yes, it's called did. donut holes in America. I'm not actually just calling the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a little, it's, my box is empty. I ordered some Timbits. Oh yeah, they're the donut holes. Don't don't no donut holes. Where from Dunkin' Donuts is donut holes, right? Yeah, it's the part they cut out the middle of the donut. <laughs> it's, a Reminds me of, um, it's a ball of donut. Okay, that's what this, it is. This is meme where I think it's like eBay. Where someone's like, uh, they're supposed to have gotten an order, and the person says like it hasn't arrived, and then they said, "Can you show proof?" And they just said a picture of their hand, empty. <laughs> show proof the thing hasn't arrived yeah. such a stupid question oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey this, this this arrived for me quick little oh cool mm. hey uh i went to uh i'll tweet it up later i went to walmart i went to walmart and i went to their toy section which is pathetic it's like one it's like one aisle now and uh, you know what I found? What'd you find? Uh, Miles Morales is Miles Morales. Oh! oh. I, have the, I have the the photographic evidence of Miles Morales being Miles Morales. Everywhere calls Miles figures, Morales Miles Morales. Like, action figures suck now. They suck. I mean, they're terrible. It's cheap. It's all cheap garbage. 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 Uh, Hasbro is coming under a lot of flack for uh, poor quad uh, product quality. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you, Adrian, again. Uh, Jared Woodward for $20 says, Hail Gary, random question. I know Peter Jackson's trilogy is amazing. However, how do you feel about the major narrative changes from the book to screen? Specifically, the character changes, Gimli and Frodo, are very different. Yes, Frodo is way more lordly uh, and a little more like Bilbo in, in the book and they make, they, they really tone it down in the films. Gimli is comic relief in the film. Dwarves are badass, like absolute badass. Uh, but I'm okay with it because it was always in the spirit of Tolkien. Uh, Faramir is very, 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 very different too. Um you know, they, like in the extended versions, they uh, like passing mention that he's a wizard's pupil. It's way more than that. But um, I was fine with it because they, re, you know, like they they made changes. As long as the changes stay in the spirit, nobody's ever asked for a one-for-one -one adaptation, which would be very, very hard to do. Uh, Scouring of the Shire, I'm, I'm kind of fine with that being gone. Tom Bombadil would have been very difficult, uh, but the Barrow Downs, I would have loved to have had that. I think that was kind of a missed opportunity, uh, which would have led to Tom Bombadil, but still, it, it was really cool and creepy. Uh, but that's why you read the books. Read the books. Listen to the books if you want. There's multiple versions. I'm, I'm fine with them. I am fine with them. Uh, I'd say the only uh, criticisms I have are because I've watched them so much there's like little tech, well, not little, there's missing horses and stuff like that. There's like, you can see uh, some of the stuff that happens if you watch it too much, but that's, I don't know, it's the greatest I love the, ever made. 
I love the one where Eomir's sword just falls out of its sheath while he's like talking to Aragorn and shit and uh, yeah. Rohan. So casual. You'd think someone would have noticed when they were filming, like, oh fuck, your sword just fell out. Some stuff. <laughs> I mean, it just gets by, you know? Yeah. No matter how many times you see it. Like but, the car. Uh, like, well, there is well, I mean the missing horses I talked about too. That they're yeah. fucking clearly sitting on and they're gone. I think but, the car only made it into the theatrical visions, right? They got rid of it by the time think, the extenders came out. I can't remember that. I heard it was, about um, it. It's in Fellowship. It's when they're about to leave the Shire. Just see in the background a big fucking light, like two lights from a car moving around <laughs> the background. <laughs> and you got to—they're they're pretty good about like getting the countryside without like fucking uh, telephone poles and stuff. I was yeah. watching uh, Jason and the Argonauts, and you can see like roads and like some telephone poles in the background when they're supposed to be. In Do you remember um, uh, Crisis of Infinite Earth? They have this big cataclysmic like fight on a rooftop where the whole world needed to be evacuated and just to the distance not even that far away it's just a normal day of work for everyone the <laughs> they're like filming the apocalypse and it's just like ah my nine to five job gotta make sure i get there yep they're like everybody's just going about their business uh i'm bagging and boarding that's what i'm doing by the way i should have been doing that earlier uh jordan may for 1999 says hail all Saw Pope's Exorcist this weekend. It's pretty good. More thought-provoking than scary, uh, but very good production quality, well-written story and characters, and, of course, Russell Crowe was amazing. Worth the watch. I am going to watch it. i got to watch Nefarious, too. I'm going to be watching that pretty soon as well. For Renfield. Renfield, if I have time. That's one where I basically said, because I was asked about it, I was like, going to need a recommendation from someone I trust first before yep. I give mm -hmm. it a shot. Nicholas Cage would normally be enough, but I, it, you, you never know. You, you can roll uh, bad with him. You can roll good. Being in it is enough for me to go. <laughs> because she's there's, always... there's, a, there's a difference between like Nicholas Cage movies where he's hilariously entertaining to watch, and ones where they're trying to make him hilariously entertaining to watch. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, you go I'm make sure, sure you great in it. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, uh, Violent Night. Like I saw Violet Night because I got access because I'm total access media now. Oh my God, store, uh, and I was there, and I got to see it for free. But I would have, I would have definitely just waited for streaming on that. Otherwise, did you get a gift bag, tuna sandwiches. I did get a gift bag. I did. <laughs> I got, I got a Violet Night hat, and I got cookies. They oh my a, God, you are access media. So you're they saying it changed your life. It, it saved your life. It changed my life. It saved lives. They gave us headless gingerhead gingerbread cook men cookies with their uh -huh. heads ripped off. So that were wrapped in a violent night little package. And and uh I ate it because uh I was in my hotel room and I was fucking starving, but I didn't want to go anywhere to eat. So I just opened one of those cookies and fucking ate it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. Access um, media life. I know the access media life got my gift bag and everything. Gave it a glowing review. It was abs. It was an absolute triumph. Uh, Cinema Buff 2000 for 1999. Mark Millar said in a Newsarama interview in 2007, he considers video gamers as pedos because uh, people play video games. I like games more than comics. After reading that, I'm not reading any of his comics or watching any of his shows. Well, that was 2007. I mean, ask him what he thinks about that now. I think he'd probably say something different. 2007, like holding people people say shit 
in interviews. He might have been trolling. You don't know the context. I mean, if he mm-hmm. really means it, then fine. But he just praised a video game movie doing well and showed respect and it, respecting fans. So I don't think we should. A lot of people have been it... wrong about video games and it's okay. Yeah. Well, he could have been doing it because, you know, video games is technically a, a rival industry to comics for an entertainment source. So he could have just, who knows? Like, as Gary said, we just don't know the context. If he's, yeah. if he, if he's legit, ask him now. Fifteen uh, years later, seventeen years later. Oh, ask the exact now. quote from the Newsarama article. That's that's one. You need to pull up the exact quote. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, ask him about it. See if he's changed his mind. Maybe he's like, you know what? I was being edgy. Shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Simple as that. I mean, Gary said the N word just before the stream. But would he? Would he? You know, was that edge lord stuff? Yeah. You've got to do that to cast a safety spell. <clears throat> you know, nerdrotic. I say it all the time before the stream. So yeah, just dropped it again. I did. Hot oh. on <laughs> nerdrotic. Wow, <laughs> he just can't start. See, he's I doing anything. He's doing anything. Klein with i dubs now. Yeah, and yet we forgive him every time. Oh, did you? I didn't realize this until I read it yesterday. But when I Dubs got married, he took his wife's surname. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Yes. Oof. He took her surname, not vice versa. Now, I told my wife. Well, I gave her the option, right? It was up to her. I'm like, you do not have to take my last name because she had a professional name in her industry. Sure. So that's why I'm like, no, you don't, my name's weird. You have a good one. Just keep it. She thought about it. She was thinking about changing, but I'm like, nah. And she decided to keep her professional name. I would not take her name. <laughs> no, <laughs> not disrespect my father like that. You kidding me? Well, you can always go the, isn't it? It's called double barreled, right? When you take. Two surnames. You could you can yes. do the hyphenated, uh, but not. I just told my wife, keep your last name, it's fine. It kind of makes things fun because it sounds like we could make it sound like a law firm, you know, Beekler Wagner and Beekler. <laughs> you should go with uh what was it called in Better Call Saul? The uh oh fuck, why am I forgetting that? It was like the same name, same name, different name, right? Yeah. It was oh god it, oh fuck <clears throat> chat help helps out <laughs> I, like, I like when we have dual stream brain farts it's uh, yeah I know what like contagious when who did what now Hamlin Little Hamlin McGill Hamlin. right who Hamlin Hamlin McGill that's the name of it yeah yeah Hamlin oh, yeah. McGill there there you go there you go there you go thank you chat uh yeah that that's uh that's I didn't he get, just get his ass kicked in a fight again too. He lost again, yeah, dude. He's quite a he's quite a study for the internet. His reputation is tanked. I remember him being on top of the world at one point. For like, well, everyone he, liked him. People, I mean, people rightly so. Uh, and he's now blocking people that that reflect this fact because he said it's either none of it's okay or it's all okay. When it comes such to a fucking shame, he was quite an inspiration in terms of pushing yeah. the um, the arguments forward. But he's he's done the fucking Ethan Klein thing. Yep. Well, they were all phonies. 
It's that yes. ladder shit, man. You climb all the way up there, and then someone else is like, hey, that's a good ladder. I'm going to climb that. Is he in LA? Did he move to LA? Does he have rep- does he have like a management team now and stuff? Because that has a lot to do with it. A lot of these people, a lot of these content creators have uh, managers. Oh, he said now. as much. He's he's yeah. basically said like uh, a lot of his like real world adult interactions mean that he has to actually like oh. start operating as an well, adult. And it's like l- uh-huh. let me let me say this as an adult: you're a fucking retard if you get a manager. Absolute fucking retard. You don't need one. You made it to that level. What the hell do you need a manager for? Oh, to get sponsors type opportunities? They fucking come. Get, you can get your wife, instead of going on OnlyFans, can maybe work for you and get, oh, get you a fucking advertisement. Dude, this is, I mean, Mauler's, when he says his, this is a case study, he's not He's not waxing lyrical. It is because his, his, his wife, girlfriend at the time, literally went from... Uh, streaming's not working out the way I want. OnlyFans. Yeah. Up mid. It just literally that. went from that to that. It's just like you 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 got don't want to be an artist. You know you don't want to go into this line of work. Don't want to go into law. Don't want to go. You have all these different choices. You're like, ah, streams not working out. So fuck it. I'm just going to get my kit off. And then I dubs. What was it? He's saying he he's, he was saying you know I don't mind people looking at my girlfriends. You got in a lot of trouble for that, but there's loads of other stuff. I know, I know. It's it's just it's like he's gone. He's just done a 180 on who he actually is as a person. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's sad. it's sad. I'd rather give up than do shit like that. Uh, to be honest with you, but yeah, don't get a man. Don't get management. If you're doing well, management just wants to be a leech on you. That's all they will find. Somebody Take your you money. absolutely find family. Somebody you absolutely trust or. Do it on your own. It's much better. It's much better. No, you might not get as many opportunities with some Fortune 500 companies, but you'll be free. You'll be free of having to look like high tubs. It's funny because everyone's mentioning Sam Hyde, who's just operated as high tubs like Dracula. He's just constantly. <laughs> Was it? They had. They had. They had uh, security. I'm coming for like, you. <laughs> didn't they have like security around the venue to make sure Sam Hyde didn't sneak in disguised? Yeah. As yeah. Legend. Yeah, dude, and all of it goes. This is such a long story. Like it goes all the way back to when he was trying to make a documentary on Sam Hyde to like you know clown him. But if you watch the video, like Sam Hyde's very difficult to clown. He's uh he's an incredibly unique guy, like very unconventional, and Idubs didn't know how to handle him. And so like it all it all goes back to that because now uh, Sam Hyde's always just like, oh, let me in. I want to see <laughs> let this me have a, a fight. Let this is see. a guy who's not been afraid to go up against uh, you know, Keemstar and stuff like that. And content cop was was an absolute pull down of, of these people's yeah. behaviors and whatnot. And and now everyone's running scared. You know, Hassan Pike was visibly upset and visibly uh, concerned <laughs> after Sam Hyde. I'm coming for you, Sam. I'm gonna kill you. You, you mean you do mean that jokingly? No, I mean for real. <laughs> no, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hassan uh, stands there on street going, "Well, it's not. It's not. It's not funny. It's not funny. Somebody making a threat against." Holy shit. You and Ethan are the kings of punching down. Yeah, that's all you fucking do. You just punch down and punch down. Ethan got like a temp ban for when he was recommending exploding certain places. Remember that? 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. Even his fucking co-hosts were trying to stop him. They were like, yes. shut the fuck up. George, Ethan, Ethan, no, 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 no. <laughs> They they have like a set thing that they play whenever he goes off the rails and starts like asking to kill stuff. Do you know that we, Gary, you and I, we 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 got on a on a uh, a surf tweet. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh wow. They they put up a picture of like dangerous dangerous channels on the internet, and it had you and me on the real BBC. Oh. You know, they had an up-to-date image. It was still what it was you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Maul has been on the show for like two years now. <laughs> um, I kind of like the most dangerous movie and television reviews on the planet. The most well, like, when I say dangerous, like, like you know, the, the, these are the, the, the bigots and the, and the racists and stuff. You know. Oh, Hey, I Ethan, remember when you said the word constantly because yep. uh you just love to say it even i dubs was getting uncomfortable and that was when he was at his edgiest yeah well because uh some people brought it up and it's, it wouldn't make sense to bring it up compared to everything we've just been talking about but there's like an interview he did with one of the smosh guys i think i dubs where he just says like he hates his old fans like, wow. he's, like he met several of them and he was like they 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 say naughty words Ooh. and they are mean and uh, I cultivated a bad fat. It's just like Jesus Christ, mate! Fast tracking yourself, like tanking your reputation, especially because um, you guys, <laughs> you guys see the Tana Mojo one, like as you must have seen it, right? Oh yeah, I've seen. I saw what the the content cop. Yeah, he's he's gone yeah, on to yeah, say yeah, like seen, I think I've seen all the content cops. Yeah, he's gone on to say it was it was such a mistake. It was so mean of us to do that to that girl. Like a, what the, the con stuff. artist? <laughs> it's insane. It's like what the fuck happened? This it was mean of us to take down the con artist that uh, that and apparently took, that took a load of sh money and uh, completely fucked up. Oh, the you talk about the photo well. the photograph you're talking about? Oh well, the whole thing basically. The whole and, and, the whole and, thing. And from what I've heard as well, it was more his girlfriend's idea, the Tanner, the Tanner stuff. Wow. Like, to do all of it. So, yeah, and, and you know, people are like, how come the only one he's apologized for is the girl? Like, <laughs> none of the guys right? went after. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Filthy Frank's just like, I'm just over here doing DJing and songs and shit. Yeah. So, when you bag and board, acid free bags. Acid free boards, a little more expensive, don't have to change them. Tape each end so your little thing doesn't dog ear in the box. That's yeah. That's how you get it done. Yeah. Just take your time doing it. Like the bags and boards are going to be more expensive when they're acid free. So just get a couple at a time because it can cost you like uh, hundreds of dollars at some point. So just to get bags and boards, but it's worth it to say to save your comics. Uh, somebody oh. says stop stop giving them oxygen. No, I, I hear you, dude. I hear what you say when you say stop giving them oxygen. I, I just agree. had Creator Clash the too. The problem is that uh, you know, Creator Clash has just happened. So it's yeah. like a relevant it's a relevant yeah. thing that's just happened. I and agree. Uh, they just tweeted out only a couple of weeks ago about Gary and me. So you know, yeah, yeah, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I just I replied by going, shout out. Yep. <laughs> uh, you're, you're right about not giving him like I and this is like honestly one of the only times we've ever talked about him. Like, yes, yeah, this, is, say, the, this we, is the only time I don't think we've ever mentioned items before. Yeah, no, and that's like, only because of the creator clash. Yeah, he is kind of the talk of the town for this subject. Everybody's like, 
this guy is not the guy he used to be. And I, I'm sure you would say, like, yeah, of course I'm not. I've grown. You'd be like, okay. Uh, okay. Well, not, not, not in stature, that's for sure. Because he's <laughs> short. Uh, here. I'll show you this. This is rare. This is a rare thing. Ooh. That's a very rare. It's harder to find this than the Kenner Raiders of the Lost Ark Indiana Jones. Really? Yeah, way harder to find this. Well, the temp I guess the Temple of Doom stuff, yeah. Yeah. Because it was made by I forget, like some crappy company and the, the figures weren't that good. Like, quite frankly, they weren't that good. But I got it. I finally got it. Hi. Wow. That's uncomfortable. Here we go. Let's get back to this. Um Ben Dover has gifted Yay. five erotic memberships for $25. Thank you, Ben. Uh, Favre. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Favre. 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 I just go Favre. 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 Want to spread some joy? Just added the coolest piece to my little comic collection. An original Ooh. Amazing Spider-Man 129, the first Punisher. Yes. Mm. Nice. Mm. Well done. Well done. You know, you know, I can't play it. I wish I could. You know, I was thinking about this today on the way back from the gym. Gym's my zen time. So I go to the gym. So I clear my head, think about upcoming videos and stuff. I think the coolest thing that's ever happened is the Ramones covering the Spider-Man theme. I was Spider-Man. I don't think in, anything. That in, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm right. trying to say that was in Guitar Hero: <laughs> Warriors of Rock. I think that, it, that, well, that song. It's it's in one of them. It was a uh, part of the Saturday morning cartoon compilation where Reverend Horton Heat did um, Johnny Quest. Uh, Sublime did Hong Kong Fooey. It's a really good album, but that the the Ramones. But they also made it a cassette tape that was in a poly bag with uh, three separate Spider-Man comic books, which I have all of, of course. And that that was the coolest moment of all space and time. That just you might have an argument for something else. You'd be wrong, but the Ramones covering the Spider-Man theme is the coolest thing that ever happened. Just wanted to point that out. Is it better than Moby doing James Bond? It is. That was pretty cool. Dude. Ramones. <clears throat> uh, Michael Tynan has uh, donated Michael. $50. What's up? Thank you. Oh. Michael's legendary. Legend. And we got another legend here. No Zaku boy. Or $50. Are you ready? Ooh. I'm ready. Holly. Already, who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping Tom, it's a domestic rumble in the streets, hard hitting action when Tom has to face an opponent who's too fast for the naked eye. Can Tom weather the unseen fists of Major Savage? <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh -oh. oh no! I, I kind of like the unseen fists. I like that. That's cool. The unseen. Fists. You should have said domestic. <laughs> Man of War 65, <laughs> the neighbor of the beast in two parts. 
for $13.30. And he will mention Wizards of the Coast, right? Maybe not. Uh, if Ooh. life doesn't shit the bed yet again, we'll touch down in Sin City a week from today. Yes! I, I'll see you there. Yeah. I'll see you there. I'm going to listen to Manowar on the way out, too. Wheels of fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, and an ugly old fat bastard like me can travel coast to coast by airline torture device multiple times a year to meet this lot. Don't let something like vanity cause you to miss out on potentially one of the best times of your life. In all honesty, brother, these meetups can recharge the batteries like nothing else. All eulogies are welcome, including, uh, is it? Oh, all oh, uglies. uglies. Why did I say eulogies? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. that's not going to be a good sentence. You never know. Uh, all uglies are welcome, including you. Just do it. Well, I'm going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do recharge the batteries creatively. Uh, and they also, you get to see the fellowship to see the fellowship, to see the fellowship interact with each other. It's not about just like, it, it's a giant freaking love fest. And you think yeah. we all get together and I, I don't know, some would probably imagine we burn a cross. That's just Ryan. Oh. Okay. Uh, what we actually do is laugh our asses off and have fun yeah. and talk about shit. We love it's, it's uh pretty, pretty great and eat pineapple on pizza and eat pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun if you can make it. Uh, RSVP, I think, closes today because we are uh, the unimaginable happened. We're packed. It's <gasps> like a lot of people RSVP'd. A lot of people are going to come, like way more than we thought. So, uh, but we'll, we got it. We got this. Don't worry about it. We got this because the place is ours. The whole place is ours. We're not sharing it with anybody. It's ours. The taco truck will be there on the outside. And the sidewalk. My favorite. Just spot. to confirm, Gary, this is a this is a Friday night tights meetup. This isn't just a YouTube channel meetup. This is a Friday night tights meetup. Yeah. Mm. Heck yeah. Mm. It, it is FNT. That's what mm. it is. It's not just no. me. No. Mm. Uh, right, right, right. For nuts, right? Not just not just a random YouTube. Just any run any YouTube is random. Welcome, you know. Oh, you mean other content creators? Oh, I'm sorry. I was so confused. <laughs> what? Eventually. Um. Th okay, so that's why we pass out lanyards. That's why we are a <laughs> just in case there's other content creators who want attention for themselves, uh, which they are. Oh. You are welcome. If you are another content creator, you just contact me. You contact me or Mrs. Nerdrotic. We'll have a talk. Um, Instagram, Twitter, email. But as far as like anybody trying to troll or anything like that, I just, uh, I feel a great, great swell of pity for anybody who wants to come to the Millennium Fandom Bar looking for trouble. There's security, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Person, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, there's Mrs. Nerdrotic. <laughs> She'll fuck a bitch up. I believe it. Uh, she works in hair, okay? Yeah. There's some crazy people there. Chatty bitches in that. You kidding me? Short back in size, please. Uh, where was I? Last year was great. 
last year. Everything went smooth. We kind of figured out like what we're doing. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, and as I also want to point out that we don't charge. No, we don't charge admission. This is free. Uh, and we actually buy you shit. <laughs> we, I was going to say we, there's a raffle or some of some sort or giveaway. Fabulous raffle. So like as is getting a couple of good things for his birthday, it'll arrive before his birthday next year. But as is getting some, because I got some doubles. As is getting some awesome shit. But my other doubles, which I've already collected for the raffle, are going out. And so we've got some uh, Doctor Who, a classic Doctor Who uh, collector's edition. Uh, you know, like uh, uh, season nine, I believe, and 17 I had doubles of. So I'm going to bring that. That's, uh, that's the third doctor, fourth doctor. These things are amazing. Uh, they're kind of expensive and hard to get. Uh, we've got a, uh, a Kirk. A, uh, Star Trek, the motion picture Kirk to give Ooh. away one six scale. Mm -hmm. So we got we got some uh, Isom comics. I bought extra Isom comics to give away. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff. Uh, but also you get uh, you get two free tacos. You can I think. I think you buy extra. I don't know how we did that last time. Couple of, couple of tacos, a couple of tacos. And you get in the first two rounds of drinks. Oh. <laughs> This is a couple of tacos. Hey, I like a couple of tacos. Dude, the tacos I'm were I'm confused. Great. What? Getting the same truck. The tacos were the same magnifique. So, uh, and uh, drinks too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The, well, you get a drink ticket. You get a drink ticket. If you, drink, one drink you partake ticket. in the, well, I mean, you can use it for a Red Bull if you don't drink, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you get a drink kick, ticket. The staff is great. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm anything. 130 something days without a Red Bull. That's good. That's awesome. Without I'm an energy drink of any variety. That's like so expensive. Yeah, it's not bad for you. Uh, happy birthday, David. 199 years old. <laughs> is he after? I'm sorry for 499. Hey, that is an achievement. That, that is, is an amazing achievement. It's bad. his birthday every day. Happy birthday, David. Uh, happy birthday. David, a happy birthday, says Scottish nerd for two British pounds. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dean Domino, 25 for 999, says... All hail to the real BBC. Gary, when will you get the rest of the panel to watch the Venture Brothers? May I suggest the clip Venture Brothers Life in Prison as a preview of what's in store? Could you find that clip, X-Ray Girl? Okay. I'll watch a Venture Brothers clip. I don't give a shit. They they don't they don't hit us. Well, well I mean, once we finish Clarkson's farm in 2037, because uh that's about the pace we're at right now. Then I'll make the guys watch Venture Brothers because they'll thank me. They'll definitely thank both of you. Will thank me. You'll go. Thank you, Gary. Okay. And I'll go. Thank you, you Gary. Uh, mm -hmm. Andrew Valdez in three parts for fifteen dollars total says, "Love you guys." If the channel recommendations are not allowed, don't read my next chat. If they're, if they are, uh, they are, they are. Uh, everyone should watch Laxadaisy. Lackadaisy, lackadaisy in the age of just garbage from the mainstream. These indie projects deserve the money, uh, deserve the money and the time. Uh, that the, the, their three year journey working from home, two thirds to bring is, is what's two thirds their home to that confused the crap out of me, X ray girl, uh, to bring the amazing pilot to life and hopefully the comic. I hope they get picked up by A24. Okay, that was two of three. I got it now. I understand now. All right. How long is it? Fuck uh, it. 147. We might have to interrupt it halfway through, but go for it. Just, Let's see what just happens. Just tell me when to stop.
Why you're here. You're here because you've done up too many times. You think you're hot in a champagne glass, but you're really cold diarrhea in a Dixie cup. And if oh you keep God. up like you've been doing, this is where you're headed. <laughs> but that's funny to you, right? Because you're so fucking bad. I know you're tight. You think I'll just give so, you a costume? Okay, to give you context, to give you, that's the monarch. That's the, that's the nemesis of Dr. Venture. Dr. Venture is a former, uh, think of, you know, the concept of Johnny Quest, guys? Know the concept of it? It's like a family with a little adopted kid that goes out on like uh, pulp like adventures. So sure. it's like the kid grew up and has his own kids that you later find out are clones who get killed all the fucking time. So he just goes out and gets copies of his kids. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, it started out as a parody of Johnny quest Saturday morning cartoons, but they like have Marvel stuff in here. They, uh, it, uh, lots of Marvel deep cuts. Uh, but what happened along the way, which was very strange, is a character arc for all of these characters. And there's okay. like really interesting, really good writing, like really good character work within this animated series that's supposed to be a parody. Uh, and it's fantastic. All right, continue. Neighborhood kids. Next thing you know, you've got a jet shaped like a skull with lasers on the front. <laughs> this is totally gay. What? Think this is gay, huh? Is that what you f***ing said, you scrawny piece of shit? <laughs> oh, this isn't gay. But King Gorilla over there is. And I bet he just can't wait to snap up a piece of your f***ing in his... Oh, no. You, get up. He's I said get the f*** up. But you... He's trying to do scared straight. I don't think we can do this whole thing, though. <laughs> okay. okay, this is, this is just a, a, a sneak peek. Yes, yeah. Venture Brothers is the greatest, okay? It is so fucking great in many many ways so many things to watch from my the favorite one the is there's a watch uh, there's a, a character like the watcher you know the watcher from marvel yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh <laughs> the whole time he's like ignore me i'm not here <laughs> i am just sent to observe <laughs> and and everybody ignores him but he's like yelling <laughs> it's you got to see it it's so just like harry and megan then yeah yeah basically yes uh where was I? Sliced bread for $10. You should do a quick review of the Hidari stop motion pilot film. It's only five minutes. That's an eternity on a live stream. My friend. Yeah, but no, we can't. No, YouTube, at Santa Maria action. This is a clip watching show. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Wearing x-ray girl's grandpa. That guy that made it deserves props. Well, but what definitely go check it out. It's Hidari stop motion film. What's it called? Oh, it's Hidari. Just search Hidari stop motion film and then you can go check it out. All right. Uh, Asado for where are we at? Tom? Okay, I'm just checking. Uh, Asado Fortune for 550. Uh, crazy when you compare Peach asking nicely for help of the Kong's army while uh, Guy Ladriel had the Tempest in her and demanded an army. Hail everyone. Yeah, that is a interesting contradiction. It was funny um, as well, because she just does pretty much the best argument. She's like, if Bowser fucks us up, he'll fuck you up later. So, you know. You know, just like a kid's film. It's just like this pretty good argument. <laughs> yeah. Like, they... um, I, I, 
I think they made the right move by like, we need to get this world right. We need to get the characters right. We need to make the story simple. They can make a more complex story in the next film. Yeah. You know, there's no telling what's going to happen next, honestly. I I, usually learn the wrong lessons. They usually do. Um, It is a wildly popular kid film because it's not filled with fucking bullshit. It's just filled with Nintendo shit which is it's supposed to be um, not my thing at all. Uh, but I didn't like hate my experience in the movie theater. I was like, eh, that's fine. I mean, I'll never see it again and probably won't think about it again. But uh, for Nintendo fans, I can see the appeal and it's making all the money right now. Good. Good. Yeah. Odin uh, conceded at this point. Odin's going to be oh. eating pineapple pizza. One way or another. Really, like, I wish he was going to Vegas. I know he can't because it's a day job. I'd love to see it live. Love to see it live. Me standing right over him, looking at it, <laughs> sharing the pizza, sharing the pizza. Yeah, with his son too, who likes. Yeah, pineapple on pizza. You know, because his son's smarter than him. It's obvious. Yeah. Enoch <laughs> uh, wow. Maman for twenty five dollars. I love how during the iDubs. I love how during that iDubs and his OnlyFans wife conversation, X Ray Girl had to look at her face that said, this is starting to hit close to home. Seriously. Oh, seriously. When is Mark the Cyborg going to change his name to Mark the Gimp Pimp? Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. I had to Google what, who iDubs was because I had no idea. I think that's probably why. Because I was just like, who is this guy that they're talking about? Mark and- didn't take his wife's last name. Like, yeah. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> but he does try to huh. pick me out. He's always like, he does try to show should show more cleavage. It's not enough. <laughs> so anyway, Mark, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Clorox <clears throat> Jello shot. Clorox Jello shot for twenty dollars says, as any good capitalist, I came to thank the fellowship for inspiration and ad uh, and advertise i was uh inspired by everyone here to start wrestling pod start a wrestling podcast just start wrestling <laughs> start wrestling i was like wrestling good uh wow wrestling. A podcast a wrestling podcast just search a stiff receipt hail the fellowship hail to you <laughs> the fellowship is a great place to it's a bunch of individuals who are united uh under the banner of good storytelling Respecting the fan, having a good time, uh, maybe a return to like uh, the society having a sense of humor. Basically, the world collectively pulling a stick out of its ass would be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, we try to do it a, a little bit of a time because we could care less about being politically correct. Obviously, Friday Night Tights will not change. The real BBC will not change. As is not going to change. Not really. No. Oh. I ain't going to change. Well, the only thing as is changing is his drinking habits, his eating habits. And his sexuality. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Came out of nowhere. (laughs) I'm going going straight now. What? (laughs) (laughs) Toxic fandom. (laughs) Yeah. Jester of Roanoke for $3. Hail the real BBC. Looks like Disney picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue and just love to to see it. I love it. I love it. Iron Omega, thank you for the $5 donation. I appreciate it. I do. 
High King Feanor, Alpha Chad of Middle Earth for $20. The High King is opening his coffers a bit. Must get my previous super chat to Mahler. Wow. Is there a previous one? I'll find uh, it. I can find it. You can find it. Let me read it or? Yeah, you read it. Okay. Uh, for $10 says, hi guys, hope you're doing well. The High King has a question for Mahler. Where is our token? Tolkien EFAP long man versus long author love all your guys content keep up the good work hashtag respect for Tolkien well we did do the the famous episode 93 where we we tackled a, a video that was like two hours taking down the entire trilogy um it's pretty legendary like at that That's point legendary you know. episode you need to watch that I would say um, that but yeah I would never go against Tolkien you kidding me who beat me uh Seven ways from Sunday. That's an expression, right? The guy has been around a lot longer than I have in the the world of culture. We and will be doing a 20th anniversary Return of the King uh, on its true anniversary, December 18th of this year. With the I usual will weekend. be there. Yes. So we'll be talking about it plenty. Then hashtag respect for Tolkien. By the way, it's a mm -hmm. great hashtag. Totally down with those people. They're great. They're great. Uh, thank you, Hiking Fanor. Uh, Victor Evans for 22 Canadian pesos. Why does Az's character in the thumbnail remind me of the German from John Wick 4? I, I, yes. I was thinking that too. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Kayla Hawken. Am I the only one that knows fucking names of that movie? I don't even like it. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. 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 memory. I know John Wick's name. Uh, but, uh, John Wick and the dog. The dog. Hey, I know. Um, I know the manager's name. Aaron. I know. I know the concierge. Concierge. <laughs> and the other concierge. <laughs> and his and her dad, the manager. <laughs> concierge. <laughs> concierge. Uh, hey, I got that awesome um, box set from. Well, it's Best Buy. I got it from eBay that Odin was showing off of the first three films that's like in a book. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was really cool, actually. Oh, and F you as. I saw your your uh, the collections of the Batman. Superman. Oh. Batman. No, oh. did the Superman one come out yet? Yeah, I got it yesterday. Got it yesterday. Yeah, dude, I, did you... Uh, well, which... ordered mine like 100 years ago. Like, let me see it. Uh, I'm just seeing if I put it. Did I put it on? Uh, well, I saw your Batman Instagram, your Batman or... special editions, and I went and got all the mm. Batman movies I care about. Yeah, here, do, 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 do. I did not get Batman and Robin, and I did not get The Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. Oh, that's sweet. That's cool. Yeah, I ordered the... it, so I should be getting it. Yeah, the steel books inside of it. I, I still haven't broken it open yet, but the steel, the steel books just look. Oh my god. It's got the Donner cut in there too, right? Yes. That's part of it, yeah. Yes. Gotta have the Donner cut. Oh yes. Oh but yeah, the 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 Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin uh collector's editions just uh, they look too sweet. good. They're sweet. I just didn't mm. get I didn't I got Batman Forever, but I did yeah. not get Batman and Robin or Dark Knight Rises because you're okay with Forever, but not right about because I like Val Kilmer. Okay, but it's not very, it's not good. But I was, I drew the line after that. I'm like, eh, because I'm not going to get, I will not watch Batman and Robin again. I will not crack that open. It will not be watched. It's just ridiculous to have. I'll watch it at some point again in my life, hopefully. I love it. I'll watch week. it a million more times. <laughs>
Please Burn. be for me when he opens the front door. Please be for me. Yeah. Uncle Alfred! Nipples on the Batsuit. No. Oh, yeah. They are. Well, they came in in Batman Forever, mate. Um, Man with the man with the gun in his hand for two ten dollars says no rock salt wouldn't hurt the barrel of a shotgun okay there you go the barrel is smooth is that like a shaft is it smooth well well uh inside and it's built to control explosions my great grandpa used to scoop gravel off the the road and load it into his double (gasps) there you go grandpappy really gravel that's awesome that sounds painful well thank you Oh, dude, Netflix have just announced an Elon Musk uh, documentary. Well, you know, movie. Yeah. Just playing Elon Musk. Uh, This (laughs) Tiger Woods. (laughs) Yeah. He got to, he got to, you know, put on a couple of pounds, but yeah. Tiger Woods is Elon Musk. (laughs) Tiger Woods is Elon Musk. (laughs) Where do white women at? If you'll ever beat the Ryan Gosling as Barack Obama or whatever. <laughs> uh, Eugenio Olivencia for four ninety nine. Hail! Speaking of new comics, you won't believe what just arrived yesterday. Cecil's cash grab. I couldn't believe it, and it came before Wreck Planet. Shake my head. Well, uh, I think that kind of just removes the whole. <laughs> the comic that's delayed grab. by two and a half years beat the comic that was delayed by three years. Fucking hell. Crazy world we live in. Yeah, fucking slow down there. Slow down there. Uh, silver screen psychopathy for $20. It's six ways to Sunday, but it's okay. It's not your fault. You're British. Yeah, we knocked off a day over here. You know, to make things faster. It's inefficient. Mm. Efficiency. Mm-hmm. Did you say five ways to Sunday? I said seven. seven. Wait, so I, I've added seven a day on. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for efficiency. Five. It's five ways from Sunday. <laughs> Listen, it's from Sunday, okay? That's what we need to say. Yeah. It's from a day, and it's a, a number of days. Star Trek Late at Night for $10 says, New Trek, new Picard trailer got me exploding. Oh. Ooh. I put up that ending, but it's only part of the ending. I might do the full ending, right? Where... Uh, you know they they get on the, they get on the bridge and they slowly turn up the lights and you hear the sound of it slowly starting and you see that like that shot of the of uh, the instruments going boop 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 I was like oh shit and then they turn on the lights and it looks dark at first and you're like no and then the lights come up and you're like oh shit they did it they turned on the lights you know it's like great uh but then the the, the D pulls out it's all about the D as do you like how like iconic moments in media in the previous uh, recent years old man walks through room and yes. lights turn on <laughs> yeah. yeah house of the dragon old uh, uh decrepit uh guy falling apart walks across room for daughter and we were just like oh you know it's uh yeah i mean to be fair there was also dragon eats boy uh that was yeah, yeah. a bit of that and head was chopped off head was chopped off that's normal you know normal, but uh yeah it was really simple what like star trek did what and that was very specific by the way star trek did what star star wars couldn't 
They got everybody. They mm-hmm. like even the peripheral peripheral from the main, like they got rid of seven of nine. Yes. Uh, Rafi. Shaw and Rafi. And they had the crew, the core crew. Yeah. On the bridge of the Enterprise D with the lights on with Star Trek music pulling out of a space dock. That's all. And with next, with ne- like, not just Star Trek music, next gen theme. Yep. Pulling out the space dock. Everyone in their season one positions, apart from obviously there's no um, Denise Crosby because she, uh, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Tasha Yar, because Tasha Yar died. Denise Crosby's still alive. <laughs> Uh, but you know they're all in their um, original positions. Uh, Jordy was back on helm. Uh, Data ops. Worf on tactical. I suppose you could say because Worf did go to tactical at the end of season one because of Tashiar's death. Yep. So uh, and then you know we had uh, Riker to the right, and then we had Troy to the left, and then uh, we had Crusher who would normally be in sick bay just doing what you do, float around, float around at the top. And it was great. It. it was great. And it went do 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 no 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 it it really it was the simplest thing and it and it brought everybody together. Was it and and, and yes, he, he even Picard engaged is, like Picard though. He wasn't like engage. It was just like engage. And I was engage. like, he even fucking sounded like Picard for a change. Just make it so and engage. Yeah. And they make just put so. everything straight. I sir. Set course. And he, and he did the Picard maneuver. He did the did the thing Picard, right there. The Picard maneuver and sat down. Yeah. With, and just no, but right when when it starts, he's all stations, and then the music goes. You're like, oh, Stations, everybody, I sir, and the one I sir. It's fucking right. awesome, and it was so. Oh, was that all in episode nine? Okay, yeah, that's all at the end of episode nine. It mm. is damn straight up. Uh, it was so now the D service. is heading to Earth. It was ten out of ten fan service. Absolutely Whew. knocked it out of the park. Perfect. I'll always have that. We'll always have that. No matter what, we'll always have that. Yep. Um, uh, there's some good stuff coming. But you know what? The uh, uh, people are gonna nitpick stuff, and that's fine. That's a fan thing to do. I, I don't complain about that. But um, it sticks the landing. But this whole this whole assimilation through transportation has been since Voyager days. With one little addition. Oh, by the way, the the Borg Queen's voice was also Alice Krieg as well. It was, yes. That's why. That's how I knew it was because they were mixing um, Gates McFadden's voice with her voice, and I recognized her voice. I recognized Alice Alice, Alice Krieg's voice. Mm. Uh, so I, or at least I thought I did. So I'm like, oh, it's the Borg Queen. It's the Borg Queen. Um, by the way, uh, my favorite part is the assimilation of everyone under 25 and stuff. Yes. <laughs> Hive oh. mind. So 
good. And the old <laughs> the old base. I've never been so happy to see wrinkles in all my life. Oh my god. Yeah, I like it. Uh, why weren't we assimilated? We've got a little bit more gray than the rest of us. Think about a skip to generation. Yep. <laughs> like, well, yeah, they, baby. They the, the Borg took over Starfleet and they straight up said, we're eradicating your old and weak. Mm -hmm. You're strong. Starfleet isn't, we are, we are Starfleet. We are the Borg. We are the Borg. We are the Borg. Starfleet is the Borg. Borg. Borg are the bad guys, right? Yeah, the bad guys. Uh, smaller. They're like the Cybermen. Mess yes. So, like Mark. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Wow. I don't bit know. More metal. I didn't get that far in Star Trek. Okay. Mark isn't yeah. that bad. Like. I mean, like, I don't know if they're a bad guy or not. I can't. Borg don't make their appearance until TNG season two. There we go. No I'm idea. Sure, it's not pronounced the Brog. The Brog. <laughs> I, I did. I did love that line. I wasn't a big fan of the Star Trek movies, as we know. The the TNG movies I'm talking about. Uh, but I did love the line in First Contact where they said, Borg, and she went, sounds Swedish. Yep. <laughs> well, that's right. what he used to say back in the day. It's like, here come the Borg. 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 Peter Pants for 89 Danish Krona. Watch D&D film. The girl I was with turned to me and said, there are no men in this film. Have you noticed that this is a trend in newer films? It's so bad. The normies are starting to notice it. Yeah. Yes. My dad has started noticing. He's like, I like Asian. Like, like TV. <laughs> easy now. Whoa. <laughs> Racist stuff to the rescue. And I only like, like Asians. Koreans the best. I like Bollywood. But American, trash. <laughs> Like Based this. dad. Yes, Based, yeah. Based X-ray dad. X dad. Uh, he's right. Yeah, the, the normies are starting to notice. I don't know if anybody saw Dungeons and Dragons. I saw Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, I did not like it. I'm my, even my like yeah. it's out. Yeah. Oh, it's it's now. I think it was the last time I checked. It was identical to Shazam. They both yeah. had like a hundred, a oh. hundred twenty-eight million worldwide, and that was it. Both stores. Apart from Dungeons and Dragons, cost nearly twice as much as Shazam to make. <gasps> right? And you have a massive IP that's pretty popular, unfortunately, amongst hipsters right now, but uh, a lot of old yeah. school nerds like DD, &D, old like OGs who like got a lot of shit for playing it back in the day. Um, I don't think it was made for them. I it, it, it's 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 a movie filled with modernity in, in the most generic possible ways, and it's it's a Marvel movie that's not a Marvel movie, and fucking that is just so over. Marvel humor is over, uh, and I'm but glad it's not humorous. That's why it's no, it wasn't funny. I mean, there was a couple parts where I did chuckle, unlike with Ant Man, like the you know the fat dragon and stuff was kind of funny, but uh, you know, or the dead guy they brought back, but they they did that in. Ralph Bashy's uh, Fire and Ice, uh, much better, um, was Fire and Ice, right? Uh, and, yeah, I just completely forgot about the movie. You know, I've seen worse. Ant-Man was worse. Like, I've seen far worse, but it was just forgettable. And that's going to be the normal Hollywood fare. And then we have these anomalies like Super Mario where, I mean, they're going to have focus in market groups, in marketing groups. You don't need that. All you need to do 
is look at the response of the Nintendo fans. Mm-hmm. All you need to do. Yeah. Save a bunch of money. Go watch some Nintendo fans on YouTube. And you'll get your answer of what you need to do with everything from here on out. Or, you know, same same goes with Todd. Marvel has their own example. Spider-Man No Way Home. They have their own example. Mm. That was put out by Sony. Sony. Uh, Grayson Sony. Sony, Sony had to show Marvel how to do Marvel. Yeah, but Sony's gonna fuck up because I think Miles Morales the movie is. I'm not too sure. I'm just hoping for Morbius too. God, I hope so. Uh, Grayson Barnett for four ninety nine. I started, which did better than Shazam, by the way. Uh, I started to go fund me for my book because there's no way it's going to make it past the sensitivity readers. Go fund me merchant of souls, merchant of souls. Check it out. Fuck sensitive. You know, it, like I would just go your own way at this point. Sensitivity readers kiss my ass. Sensitivity. I'll, I'll be an insensitivity reader. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Heather Ogden for $10. Okay. Where is this meetup? When and how do I RSVP? Also, when is the Mesa, Arizona meetup and is Mahler slinking over from Welshland for any of these? Maybe someday. Not not this year. Maybe someday. You never know. Yeah. I don't want to speak for Mahler, but I just did. Sorry. <laughs> um uh the I'm meetup put it is, in the dis- uh, description right now. It's in the description. Uh, right I think the, the tweeting it, uh putting it uh, in the chat. So it's at the Millennium Fandom Bar. A week from tomorrow. Oh a my God! It's in a week. From, <laughs> it is a week from tomorrow. Yeah, I've got to get him. I got work to do before I leave. Uh, it's a week from tomorrow at the Millennium Fandom Bar in Las Vegas. It starts at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Pacific time. Then the following day, there is a Chrissy Mayer comedy show, which will. Oh yeah. Uh, senpai uh, senfrance for ten dollars at this point i don't even care if disney crashes and burns all i care about is they don't ruin kingdom hearts any thoughts about square enix being able to separate kingdom hearts from disney that is a question for you guys i could not answer that question i don't know anything about kingdom hearts uh i don't like kingdom hearts because i don't like disney i've never liked disney as a brand, so I've never gone involved in Kingdom Hearts. Yes, I do own the PlayStation 2 Kingdom Hearts one, but that's purely a nostalgic Square Enix thing. Um, but uh, no, I've always never got involved in that because of Disney's involvement. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm, as you know, I'm a huge gamer, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. I, yeah, answer the question, Gary. <laughs> um, I, I, I've never liked Disney. Yeah, I like Disneyland when I was a kid, but I never watched their. Uh, I mean, I like the Black Hole and Tron, and I like John Carter and I like Tron Legacy, uh, but I don't like their kitty shit. I've just never been into it. Uh, but when they were having their golden age of animation, I had no kids. I was in my twenties, and I was some fucking edge lord and all i like to see was independent violent films because that was a great era for uh independent films like that was the golden mm. age of independent films was the 90s it was humble you know pulp fiction and quentin tarantino's rise and all that good stuff watched it all wasn't into like 
you know, if I had kids or something like that, or if I was a kid, maybe a bit different, but no, no, I've always been a Warner brothers cartoon snob. Looney tunes were always far superior to anything. Disney's animations like really good. A lot of it's rotoscope back in the day. So they kind of cheated. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I respect it, but the old stuff never been a huge fan of their culture is it cheating though i mean video games is mocap so really what's the difference uh hmm. i mean technology is technology ralph bashke did it too you know and it's really good I, it's fine uh but um they didn't do that shit with what warner brothers looney tunes that was really kind of genius shit now you know the early animation was pretty genius from disney for sure but uh yeah, just never a huge fan. Uh, I went to Disneyland because they had Star Tours and an Indiana Jones ride that's unbelievable. It's great. Love that ride. Uh, and I liked it. Yeah, we like the only thing I liked about Disney was Disneyland. Going there. Uh, August us six twenty three for four dollars. Hail to the real BBC and the Fellowship Charge. Hell yeah. Uh, the Grizzly for $100. There's my boy. I was talking about you earlier, man. Never liked Disney. Disney took the things I, li I liked hostage, like Star Wars. Uh, but I liked, I liked it before Disney. I liked Aliens and uh, Terminators. Then Disney bought them and ruined them. I like Independence Day, but Disney bought uh, it with Fox. Universal is so much better. Yeah. Buffy. Our beloved Buffy belongs to Disney. <laughs> That's kind of what? Yes, one day. Oh no. Yes. Good time. Oh. X Files belongs to Disney. Oh no. Yeah. They'll they'll never know. Like Disney is trapped in that like not rated R stuff, and even when they do do it, they'll they'll never know how to do it. So I think that's why Warner Brothers and Universal and Warner Brothers will probably rise out of this. Universal is has stayed out of the bullshit. They just made Fast and Furious movies, you know, uh, Jurassic Park, right? They distributed Jurassic Park. They just Those distributed Mario. Movies, yeah, so Universal is probably going to catapult to be number one. Warner Brothers will probably be number two. Disney will be a very distant. Uh, they are they are bleeding all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think Universal's on very much Aww. on the rise. If, uh, if you want to talk about a company that just stayed fucking out of it like smart people uh and well, the quite, company is gonna win is the company that wants to make some money it, and they want to make money and i think universal orlando specifically i mean i just rather go there i i know about all the stuff at disney world but i just rather go on insane roller coasters and check out you know hog you know check out uh you know uh, Harry Potter world. And they also have that old Marvel section of the park. That's a straight up time machine back into the nineties Marvel. So they're more Marvel than Disney ever will be. Cause that was true Marvel and it's fantastic. And you go, there's like this old cheesy ride where it's, it's Spider-Man, the animated series, the ride. It's great. And I'm going back to take my kid there because he'll just freaking love it. Uh, J-Lock for $4.99 as assuming you like wrestling from your name. 
Do you ever randomly look up old wrestlers and their crowd pops? Good old times used to be interactive. Their crowd pops. I don't know. Um, well, recent. I mean, recently I was watching a bunch of old uh, WWF from about in about ninety eight to two thousand, and it was just insane seeing the the. Uh, I, was, I was particularly watching the Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin stuff. Uh, because because that incredible story that he did with Vince and all that. And it's just absolutely crazy. Just on a regular raw show, the, the crowd pop when when Stone Cold will come out. And Wait, you, what is you a crowd can, pop? A crowd pop is when when the music hits for the wrestler and the wrestler comes out. But when the music hits, it's almost like a Pavlovian response to the audience. Uh, and someone like Stone Cold was so over that they were just the roar, the, the roar from the crowd is the crowd pop, and uh, it was just it was like deafening. The only time I've seen anything, anything close to that in in modern times, is when uh, CM Punk returned to uh, well joined AEW and came out for the first time at AEW. That is the only time. In modern times that I've heard a, a pop uh like like they used to be. But um yeah, it's 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 like chalk and cheese now. It's like absolute chalk and cheese. Mo most of the time what is music, that mean? what chalk and cheese? Yeah. Uh, too completely contrasting. Okay. Like <laughs> chalk and cheese completely. Yes, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> it means too you know, like you know. I wouldn't uh, put chalk on my cheese. No. I will because you, know. you have this you have these insane pops for Stone Cold, you'd have these insane pops for The Rock, uh, Undertaker, etc. etc. And nowadays the music will hit, you'll get a yay. And then pretty much the crowd will just die then instantly. And you could you can just hear the, the entrance music and you don't really hear uh too much of a of a of a pop. You'll see a, a lot of the crowds now you see they say why why have signs vanished from wrestling? Well, this is why signs have uh, uh, signs have vanished from wrestling. Yep. This this because people are more interested in recording the wrestler coming out, the wrestler getting into the ring, instead of being there cheering with the sign up. Uh, because this is this is now the age that we're in. So it'd be like people be waiting for the pop, yay! And then he'll be. Record, 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 record. It's um, it's so crazy how things have have changed. Uh, in that regard, I went to see um a couple of years back before COVID, I think to 2019. I went to see New Japan Pro Wrestling down at um Lon in London, and uh, it was a packed, packed audience, packed crowd, and holy shit, it was like uh, it, it, they they uh. It was so, it raucous. Just the crowd were crazy in there, and they were saying how um, on. I was watching the wrestling podcasts to see how they were uh, reporting the event, and they were they were all saying it was really sad that the pay per views audio was was poor, because if you were live in the actual event itself, which I was, they said the crowd was insane. Like one of the most insane crowds you've seen in, in in years and years and years in wrestling, and so to be actually part of that crowd and 
and uh, and whatnot. Yeah, I can attest to to that. And it was crazy watching it back on pay per view because uh, the they just didn't get the crowd volume uh, there. So it's just yeah, it's just uh, it's just it's really really weird uh, how wrestling has changed. And I think WWE have been responsible uh, over the course of no competition in just killing the audience, killing the audience with terrible wrestling and no no superstars. Uh, so much so that uh, you know a lot of the excitement's sort of gone. Oh. Yeah, kind of like all the other shit we love. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Geek and I podcast for $1.99. William Tell Overture. That's a Lone Ranger theme. The Grizzly for $50. Absolutely. Universal was one of the smartest companies out of the big three studios left. Universal will catapult themselves to first place with nintendo and i hope their new universal monsters reboot plans go through they're keeping it horror this time yeah not superheroes like make it horror it, it like it god those movies are so great just you know make them period pieces uh for one like don't make modernize them i want to i want my avengers i want i want frankenstein to team up with dracula and the mummy to fight uh Al you know. Albert, uh abbott and costello that's yeah uh, um, that was that was they actually thought that you remember the image of all of them together alex like look alex kurtzman it's the, the dark, dark universe. universe absolute insanity james moore for 20 dollars. hey uh rotoscope was invented by max fleischer uh not disney i didn't say it was invented by disney i just said they used it uh disney ruined max life he had music synced with animation four years before steamboat willie and his sing-along songs Walt just pushed that Disney was first. F him. Yeah, fuck, fuck everybody. Uh, Max Fleischer was awesome. Uh, his Superman stuff was legendary. Mm. Uh, offer name for five dollars, Gary. It's been it. It's it, been it's it's be it will be easy and cheap to make a Clerks style film about you running a San Francisco comic shop in the age of woke and go further than Silicon Valley did. If Mike Judge, if you did a comic shop in San Francisco and you got to write it like my dinner with Andre and you get Mike judge to write the dialogue, uh, 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 our greatest modern satirist. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it'd work. It'd be kind of cool if you guys made yeah. something like that. Uh, Josh Yoder for $10. Hail real BBC two hours, uh, behind. Oh, you'll get there. Uh, but Gary, I think uh, the song you're searching for opening is William tell overture morning mood. Oh, so it's part of the William. Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. That's it. Okay. But is that part of the Lone Ranger theme? I thought that was the Lone Ranger theme. Well, maybe it's all part of the same music. Don't know. Don't know. Both are frequently used by Looney Tunes. Hell yes. Great man for $5. I have five shiny coins for you if you shave off your mustache and super glue it to X-ray girl's upper lip. It just sounds okay. so weird. Um, no. <laughs> okay, um, one, he really likes that mustache. Two, um, that'd be really weird to put it on my own. Yeah, I think Mark might have a problem with it. I think my wife probably have a problem with it. <laughs> um, but I have it, a Gary beard, though. I think X-Ray Girl might have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, we both we both have problems with this. <laughs> you were the third person I thought yeah, of. The last, right. Yeah, the last person you <laughs> Well, I have never seen... The skin under your face, or not face, your <laughs> beard. The skin under your face. 
<laughs> what is he a fucking skinwalker? Like <laughs> Let's say the real Gary. Well, I mean, if I ever did your CT scan, then I would probably see what sort of skin What skin is under his face? <laughs> Hashtag bimbo moment. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, there's plenty of pictures out there in the world of people without a beard. skin. Best one is when uh, skin they, on my they, do, they do it to the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very. Uh, Dad's Den of Pop Culture for $10 as is like the is like Ali towards the end of his career. He's taken too many bad shows to the head. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bagel Shark. Here's some real money for my first for my first paycheck of a new better job as thanks to you thanks to you all for your fantastic output keep up the good work hail to the fellowship congratulations, congratulations. on the new job yeah oh yeah work it the song is morning mood by Edvard Grieg who I was listening to Grieg this morning this morning erratic bear for two dollars because it was classical day. At the gym. Yesterday was DO Day. Today was classical day. Dragon Palsy. Dragon Palsy. I like that. For two dollars. Mahler defend Dr. Strange Mom from a Gary criticism. All right, go. Defend? Yeah, this, is like, this, person, this person asked me and drink to do this every once in a while. Basically, like I have to do the best counter possible to whatever the argument you want to bring up. There are so many. All right, we'll just make it easy. The memory store. Walking by the memory store for, for, uh, for exposition purposes. Uh, you see, well, so that's actually you're just you're wrong there because okay, you know it's so, it's such a great way to show the development of that particular multiversal timeline that they've managed to, and, and it's also like a critique of capitalism. You see, because it's like commodifying memory. It's like a really great way to show that things have advanced. But in the same way, in a, in a way, we're all still the same. You know, we're all still still trying to make money and, and and merch out of out of things that are precious, like memory. And then it simultaneously, on an extra layer, adds to the characters. We get to learn so much about our protagonist and his experiences and relationships. And, and it wouldn't be a problem. Oh, gone. <laughs> this isn't real, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a problem if you were thinking about the hooker you murdered just the night before while you're walking by. <laughs> Do the memory still might actually be one of the like the quintessential examples of terrible writing forever? I know, dude. Can I can I stop now? That was a good defense, hey, Molly. You, stop. Good job, you did a wonderful job. Well done, sir. Uh B. Just be for ten dollars. Apologies if this has been asked before, but are you familiar with the Red Mars books? And if so, could you see an adaptation like that happening in Hollywood today? It's Hollywood. Uh, my blanket response to any adaptation today is, "Don't do it." But I, I am aware. I am only aware. Mm -hmm. uh, don't do it. Mars Chronicles. Do it. They did the Mars Chronicles way back in the eighties. Uh, those were cool. Those were cool. Jason Green, four ninety nine. Everything in Generations fixed. Enterprise D, Picard Bloodline, and most important, Kirk. Thank you, Terry. Hail the Fellowship. Yep. 
with what he was given <laughs> and the limited resources, he fixed as much as he could. And uh, I am grateful for it. That uh, set looks great. The Enterprise D set looks incredible. Uh, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I can't do this right now because we're right up against like I, I got a heart out today. Um, I'll save. Okay, we're gonna save these. I'm gonna be doing a square up from the road. We actually have the equipment. I went out and bought equipment so I can Ooh. do. We tried to do it before, but my phone just streaming looked like shit. And nobody was getting this dream. <laughs> we were in the middle of nowhere. So I have bought uh, equipment. So I will be doing squirps from the road, spending my hours in the car. Uh, we'll also have a little lavalier mic. So it won't, so you won't get all the hey. shit. Uh, but somebody wants me to, now Dragon Paul Z wants me to defend ROP from a Mahler criticism, which we don't have time for. So we'll save it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we got three more here though. Uh, Ovation fan for $10. Appreciate you guys, but X-Ray Girl needs to talk more. No, she doesn't. Uh, Travis World for $10. <laughs> I wanted to thank the channel for getting me back into older comics. Picked up original Batman, the long Halloween series, and the Planet of the Symbiotes series. Ah, oh, that's, that's those are fun. Planet of the Symbiotes is fun. Uh, looking for any suggestions. Uh, Batman suggestions as? He got long Halloween. I always go with uh, things like Hush, uh, Nightfall, Contagion, Legion, um dark knight returns cult very good um sword of azrael it's a pretty good one as well with that uh loads tons i could go on i could i could literally just keep on going year one you know um you could go into uh is it 12 nights of the beast uh with the kg beast that's a great one. Jim Starling on that one. Death in the Family. Lonely Place of Dying. Some really, really great Batman stuff out there. Thank you, Az. And this will have to be our last one. And uh, it'll be Sunday during the day for the square up. Just so you know. It'll be Sunday during the day, probably around noon. Uh, Gungmir for 20... I just screwed that up. I'm sorry. Uh, dumb American. Uh, for 20 Swedish Krona, you're describing the Day of the Tentacle intro. Is that Mahler's intro? There you go. Mahler's intro. <laughs> Mahler likes tentacle porn. <gasps> wow. Okay. I'll just be tentacles, can it? That's he tentacle is porn. tentacle porn. He is tentacle porn. Oh, wow. Uh, Only tentacles. Jim Sterling? Did somebody just question Jim Sterling? I know very little about Jim Sterling. I just know he changed his outfits. Yeah. <laughs> and blamed his audience for the sub drop. And blamed his audience for the sub drop. All right. We're at three. I mean, technically, it is, it is, he is correct, but it is your former subscriber's fault for unsubscribing. <laughs> Those pesky bastards. Uh, got Maybe a lot going on. A week from today is the meetup. I leave in four days. And I got a lot of work to do, so we got to go. Uh, as what you got coming up? Uh, Thursday, uh, hot toys with George. Friday, Friday night tights with Razor, Razor Fist. Fist with Razor Fist. 
and stuff and things. Sunday, Sunday, fun day. Awesome. Awesome. And Picard season three. It's it's we only do an hour. So okay, Picard season three Thursday. A Gary hour. 4 p.m. Well, UK time. As would only have to stay an hour. Then I would let him go. Oh, thank so you. You allow him. To You're leave. too kind. To <laughs> you must come to this review. <laughs> I gotta go now, Gary. No. <laughs> uh, Mahler, what you got coming up? Uh, anything? Mando. Oh, no. <laughs> it's such a because it's Mando. like we're a little bit behind because it takes a while to get those things edited. But of course, the finale is what out tonight, tomorrow night, something like that. Tomorrow, fucking, I don't know how time works. This, it's coming, and uh, we're gonna have. I think Drinker said he wouldn't mind jumping on to record uh, the initial reaction to it. I think that's how he's gonna justify doing a video on it because he has been disappointed with Mando, as you guys probably know. Oh, so yeah. we're getting them gradually, right? Like, you know, we want them out as fast as we can get them. But, you know, as for what the next EFAP episode will be, it's a mystery. Because I'm not entirely sure what it is yet, but I'll figure it oh. out. Oh. Um, and other than that, yeah, just work is continuing, be it scripting, editing, recording, all that flim flammery uh, for more videos coming both on my main channel and the second channel. Awesome. Mm. X ray, girl. Um, I'll be around, you know, playing Conan. Typical week. Uh, subscribe to Poor Choices on YouTube, where I uh, talk about relationship stuff with Tugs. Sure I think we have a guest this week from this audience over that. There's like some interesting crossover, very interesting <laughs> crossover. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. It, uh, yeah, anyways, so there's that. Uh, this Sunday, I think I am going to do Warhammer building. So you can find me over there, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern with Maxwell Priestley. And um, yeah. Max. Max. Any makeup tutorials you want to maybe? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. Those are more poor choices we can make together. <laughs> But yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for next week. There'll be yeah. a lot of live streams, so you should sub to a lot of the people who will be there's channel. You don't know who will go live at what time. It could be on the strip oh. at the Yeah, our Friday bar. night nights is is from a studio, and I'm we're gonna get there early enough to where just in case there's any more technical difficulties, we actually start like close to on time because we were ridiculously late that time. So yeah. I got to make sure that doesn't happen because I as is still going to be there. As yeah. is still going to be there. And it's going to be fourth week in a row on time, right? Yeah, that's what I'm shooting for. We're starting on time. By on time, you mean only 15 minutes late? I'm saying on time. Okay, the last two weeks okay. have been on time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, our guests in studio, Chris Gore and Robert Meyer Burnett. Be good, crazy should be a little crazy, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm working on a video, uh, and then Mandalorian's gonna end, and it depends on how it ends, Mahler. If it's like, oh, yeah, 
yeah, it depends on how it ends, then I might have to Let, do the second one. <laughs> if I were working with Disney, I'd just be like, so what you need to do is you have Bo-Katan and a stupid army of Mandalorians do something, like fight some clone troopers, whatever. But Mando needs to be breaking out, thanks to maybe Grief Karga. That makes more sense. Someone like that saving him will make people a lot happier. And then they all need to work together to take down Gideon once and for all. But the the after credit scene is that Thrawn, he's now here. So it doesn't matter if Gideon's gone, because Thrawn is it. That is like the safest way to do it. Yep. So, um, however, so, uh, I expect and Bo-Katan will come down and save them. Tell Luke yeah. to stay back. He'll be there. <laughs> so they'll have him watch Grogu. Uh, and, and <laughs> then that's, that's that's what I think will happen. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I I'm so sorry. Don't I was be. actually watching something on Instagram. Oh my god, you're so that good. is that is that is. I know, but but, but can we please? Can we please? Just, just this you gotta watch it to the end as well, okay? Because it doesn't it it's 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 uh it's a whole thing. It's it's a whole thing here, okay? I so love how so limited in our live streams, he's watching cat <laughs> We're yeah. ending, we're ending the fucking stream. People are saying goodbye. Uh, and that's yeah. that's your cue to stop paying attention. Yes, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you're up to. Give audience to pay attention to something you won't. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I didn't even hear what you said. Then hold on. So uh, here we go. Oh no, let's take this in a minute. Douche, douche, right? It's cat funny. Duke doink. Cat misses. Hits. <laughs> no! <laughs> Oh, no. Look at the cat's face when he lands too. Oh my god! That is fake shit. Did you see the the ball? Like, okay, th yeah. There's no way that ball's because yeah. <laughs> the cat's jumping. So it's moving. So the cat jumps. I love it. Sorry, I think that's great. I think it's absolutely great. Uh, Asian things, I guess. You know, <laughs> it's just just Asian things. Throwing cats around, well, throwing balls. To well, cats throwing around. cats around before playing with also, the school. That's what a Korean calls playing with their food. Calling it a ball, oh. Gary. It's a shuttlecock. All right. Yeah, it's oh, a shuttlecock. It's a way it's a better shuttlecock. They're called shuttlecocks. Oh. Well, I just think of the movie where the shuttlecocks are being launched out of a woman's vag. Remember that? So. What? Um. What? No. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Was that brain Debbie does Alice or something? No, I can't remember if it was. Uh, help me, chat. It was something that came out in the nineties. Was it Hot Shots? Nick wasn't Hot. Hot Shots. No, it was a a more serious movie. It was ping pong balls flying out of a woman's vag. What fucking movie was it though? Wait, Old now piece? that's actually. No, I'm thinking Queen like, of the I Desert. Yeah, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Was it in Priscilla Queen of the Desert? I never watched it, but dang that. Priscilla, yeah, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Yeah. They yep. women did her kegels. Clearly, she was in the South Park movie. That's what I know. Stern show too. Yes, but that is true. That is true. Uh, okay, that's a great. That's way not a way to end the stream. Well, great way to end the stream. There, shooting ping pongs. Shooting ping pongs out the veg hole. All right, get all kinds <laughs> of stuff there. Balls of fury. Right. 
It's I a good really, movie. Yeah, I really appreciate movie. you guys subscribing to this channel because I'm not sure why. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, so, yeah, video in the works. Well, no, it's in my head right now, but it'll be in the works soon. And uh, Mandalorian and all this other stuff coming out in Vegas. So, see you uh, in Vegas, hopefully. See you in Vegas. If not, we'll be back next Tuesday on Azure Channel, and I will be on the show, even though I'll be there. I'll be in my hotel room. Because uh, we're on Pacific time, so it'll be early. It'll be before anybody wakes up. All the, you know, all the lushes, all the alkies will be asleep. And I'll be awake. So, all right. Ciao, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.